three, two, Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back and have some drinks with people and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Kilgallen's Pub. Follow me there as well at Joe Kilgallen. Also on Twitter under those names. You guys get it. Big thanks to everyone who's been listening. A lot of fun episodes lately. The Patreon is up. Recently posted a bonus podcast with myself and comedian Eric Nicole Clark, who was on the episode like six weeks ago, I believe, in which uh, we talked about some really fun shit. Her uh, father's Mr. T, so some inside stuff about growing up with a famous dad. And uh, we both told our virginity stories in the bonus uh, podcast on the Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Joe Kilgallen. And um, if you subscribe, you'll also, if you're in the top tier, the $6 tier, you'll get a free digital download to my album that can't complain. That's the name of the album. will be coming out by third week, maybe fourth week in Jan- uh, June. Sorry, January. What the fuck's wrong with me, Joe? Um, so about a month away, maybe a little bit less than a month away. We're ironing it out. We'll... It'll be a date will be announced by the end of the week. So uh, big thanks to everyone listening. Um, if you're not subscribing on iTunes and Spotify already, please do and rate us and review us there. All right, enough of this bullshit. I'm very happy for this guest today. He is uh, on for a record fourth time. This is my fourth time. This is the first time by yourself. <clears throat> yeah. So you were on the very first podcast, episode yeah. one with Infamous. Joe McMahon. Yeah, very fun one. It yeah. was like the laying the seeds down of what this podcast could become. And then you were uh, on yeah, the one. infamous one. The this infamous year, one, yeah. yeah. Number two, which yeah. is also on the Patreon. Yes. I had to take that down because Tessa was looking for a job, and that was way too high in her Google searches. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. For those of you who don't know, there was a podcast with myself, Jonah, who played referee through most of the podcast. I did. Mediator. And, uh, and Tessa Orzak. And um, we uh, started screaming at each other at the end. There may or may yeah. not have been tears, a lot yeah. of yelling. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fuck you, you're a fucking asshole. A lot, right. of, a lot of that stuff. Right, right. Forth. That was super fun. It was super fun. And then you were on the also, which is also on the, the Patreon, uh, in video form. Yeah. The St. Patrick's Day one, where we yeah. went live on St. Patrick's Day. It's about a two and a half hour sh- drunken shit show. I blacked out in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had to like text you the next day going, hey, I got way too flirty with your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, oh. No, like in a fun way, because yeah. I had I got up and walked away several times during my own podcast. That's always good on a podcast when the host is like, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> well, James had a post going, we have gone off the rails. The yeah. host is missing. Dude, this you were gone happening. for like 30 minutes. I was texting, I, I was I was texting him like the whole time being like, this is such a nightmare for you. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you can't leave. You're the you're the producer, and it was all your equipment. You're worried about drunk spilling whiskey on it. Oh my god! As soon as once Nolan brought out that bottle, and we started drinking at like ten thirty in the morning, which yeah. was later than I wanted. Even yeah, but yeah, we I all know. needed the extra hour. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun though. It was super fun, and yeah. one of the funniest. Glad parts. you guys had fun. <laughs> well, when I came back, your girlfriend had headphones on and was on the podcast. Yeah. And I remember going like, "Who's this?" And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I know you." It took yeah. me. I was drunk, you know. Just, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. So we were all just like, laughing about stuff. Yeah. And then later, you came back. I'm like, "You two are a cute couple." Uh, yeah. I'll get in on it. I'll never want to be on a threesome with another dude. <laughs> but for you, Jonah, I'm there. What do you I say? I don't remember right? any of that. She was just like laughing. You yeah, know? yeah. She's she's great, by the way. Uh, shout out to Kate. Little glasses. <laughs> she's one of these people. She's got little glasses. I, she I don't know glasses on. She uh, she wears glasses, but like oh. I I don't know why, but like I always like pay attention to how people like fix their glasses. She's like the side pusher upper, like Ed. Ed Towns is a comedian. He does the middle. Does the mid- yeah, but with the finger. That's like, like the this. nerd way, right? Well, that's nah, no, nah. The, not the middle finger. He does it with like his his pointer finger. Kind of cool. He does kind of cool. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like he's always making a good point. <laughs> like when he's doing it. <laughs> Why do you notice when people adjust their? Glasses? I don't know. I'm just like um because I don't wear glasses and I'm like and I need to and I'm just so fascinated by how people fix their. Glasses. I don't know why. Yeah, All I right. don't know. I like this one. I'm fascinated by how people adjust their pants. Really? You know? Yeah. What's your favorite? 
I like uh, I like to do it my like way. Adjust themselves in their pants. Yeah, like, like I, a, a guy. I, dude, I just straight up put my hands in my pants and and put my dick in the position that most feels comfortable. You put you right, some right, people right. kind of like flop around. Yeah, do, do, do kind of like weird that, stretch. Do that little yeah, kind of like yeah, grab yeah, your yeah. pants right there and do like a little bit of that move. I'm pretty proud of myself. I don't. I'm I consciously don't do that. Oh, I don't give a shit, man. Because I hate that when I'm like when I'm having a conversation with me, I'm like, you're touching your dick the whole time. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> why not? That's a thing. Why not? Yeah. You, you don't care if someone rubs their hands together while they're talking to you, right? If someone's like this, you don't yeah. give a shit. No. Why not? Why can't I put my? I like to put my right hand on my right nut, my left hand on my you left. Kind of separate them, and then kind of like you kind know, of like accordion. Yeah. You're you like, know, what? stretch out yeah. the scrotum skin a little. I don't know. What I'm <laughs> this is. <laughs> I'm being a silly guy, guys. Hey, uh, tell me more details. We're recording on a Tuesday afternoon. You're listening to this on a Wednesday. Yeah. You you crush your intro, by the way. Do I on my podcast? I have to. I do the intro separately because I have to do it like 15 times. Because I'm like, oh, I didn't like that, and I hit, hit pause. And... I only crush it live. Really, I've done podcasts where they're not, you know, we're live on Facebook. Right yeah, now. we're streaming live, everyone, and I do it well. Like I'll do one really? take, but yeah. if I'm doing it by myself, because you're like performing, right? Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm a live performer. Yeah, me too. I don't like scripted shit. I no, have to go weird. up there and just like do my thing. Yeah, that's why I hate doing like the God Mike thing. A lot of shows for people listening, like sometimes comedians will be, to give you a five minute warning. It's called the God Mike. Uh, for the people listening. Well, no, I'm glad you did that. I yeah. hate. There's so many comedians who come on here and do inside comedy stuff, yeah. or they do inside Chicago stuff. Oh yeah. Or they be like, you know this place? And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I know it. But no one else, else does. does. Yeah, yeah. And then when I explain it, they go, "You don't know that place?" I'm like, "No, I fucking know." And I'm trying to. People are listening. Right. We're not having a one-on-one conversation their in my house. Only has five listeners. Exactly. And it's just their friends. Exactly. Um, this oh, thing's gonna oh, be I big. Talk, everybody. I should talk by accident there. Uh, no. Um. Oh yeah, I can't. Like, so I, I can't do that. Cause it's like you're in a room. Once I'm going to do it in a separate room with nobody listening, and just I like I fuck up. Every, I'm so bad at it. Well, because as comedians, we like nervous. the instant reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need That's that. why, as much as I've liked acting and you know I've done very little, I the audition process is still so foreign to oh, me. Oh, I know. Because you know you go on them too. Yeah. Where, you know, when you go on stage, you tell a joke, you know right away if it's good or not. Yeah. When you go in there to act, there's not even any chit chat. Right. I remember telling someone the first audition I ever went on. I actually, there's like four people behind a table, and you're supposed to go and just stand in like that, like wherever like little marking is on the floor. Yeah. That's your spot. Yeah. You slate where you go. Right. My name and is this, know, and I'm right by who or whatever yeah. you do. And then uh, I walked up and shook all their hands, going, "Hey, how you doing? How you doing?" <laughs> like I was. They're like, "Who are you?" They're like, "No one does it this way." Like yeah. no one said anything, but it was so obvious that I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Right. But I wish it was like that. I wish you could walk in there and get to know them a little bit. Yeah. And I know they're seeing so many people and they don't have time. Right. But it'd be nice to have a little chit chat. Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm yeah. from over here. Where are you from? Like that cool. Guy. All right. Not, yeah. You know, a little bullshit with them. And you do get a little bit of that window. Right. But it's such like a 15 second top, be funny real right away thing. I know. Or I know. be, you know. I had to do this. Um, I did this uh, web series. And I or it was like uh, <clears throat> where I had to play a comedian. But I, I played this like comedian who was like uh, uh, very dark and like kind of like dirty but like he thought he was a genius but like he actually wasn't so that there was a scene where it was like it was basically set up like a trailer to a movie and uh so it's there it's there's two shots of like of me killing on stage how how i think it is in my brain and then one how it actually is in real life you know yeah so i I had to do two different takes where i went up and i was and i kind of they let me kind of they i don't like the jokes they wrote they kind of let me just do whatever you want just make it real like like problematic basically i was like all right and so then N-word, 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 right? Yeah, dude, that's for sure. It was yeah. really it was fun finally getting those words out of you. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, man. Um, Freedom. <laughs> I think I think one of the jokes was like, was like, listen, man, if you're gay, I don't give a shit. Just get your dick out of my Cheerios or something like that. Oh, like, yeah, man. It was like stuff like that. Um, but like. That's a small dick to get into. Oh, like in the whole bowl. Yeah. Whole I thought bowl. you meant like into an oh, individual. Cheerio. No, Cheerio. no, no, no. I just thought like, stop, like, like you're stirring, uh, uh, yeah. stirring it because like, you got to stir the sugar in there. Let me ask you this. If you had a choice. Yeah. 
Someone said to you, you could have a 12-inch dick at limp. And, and be 12 inches at hard. Maybe 15. That's ridiculous. Let's just say you have a uh, you have a 12-inch dick, right? Yeah. But it's like skinny as hell. Oh, like a pencil. Like, yeah, let's say like a pencil. Okay. We'll do a or little like bit better. like a straw. How about, how about a little bit better. We'll do a magic marker. Magic. Let's, okay. Or a Sharpie. Was that a magic marker okay? <laughs> well, it's better than a pencil. Oh, yeah, yeah. everything's better. Yeah, here, yeah, this. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. An Expo as thick as this, but 12 inches. Or you could have one. That's five inches, which I think is what a little below average. What's what's average? Six, five and a half, five and a half is yeah. average. So you're below average, yeah. But fucking like, like a the, like, like a coke, the coke can. I don't know. That's a good question. Because here's so the, you'd you'd have to get. I don't know why. I'm those asking. are both cursed options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they? Well, All you'd right. have to get. But that's why it's that's a fun from fucking Celtic, either or, dude. Celtic, <laughs> uh, Celtic Pride. You ever see Celtic Pride? I think once a long time. This ago, uh, this next like shot's called uh, Jimmy's Dick. It's short, it's fat, but it fills the gap. That's in the movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, John Apatel directed that. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Stern. Um, because, like, okay, so um, I don't think a Magnum condom would fit on that 12-inch dick because it's too wide. It'd slip right off. That's true. Right? That's a good point. But you that would fit. But you'd have to probably use a Magnum for a super thick dick, right? This is a question for women. I feel like I should ask women, what would you rather encounter? They'd probably say neither. Well, of course they'd say neither. That's the That's fun the is point. you have to pick. Oh, okay. Yeah. You ever had these growing I, up in I grade school? You ever pro- I feel like... Um, a thicker dick feels better in a vagina. I would imagine. <laughs> I this conversation. Yeah, two, but a two guys talking about what's better. Well, that's too wide, though. I, I feel, feel like that would hurt. Yeah, but then right? I feel like I feel like the other way it feels kind of pokey. It definitely would feel like you'd you'd be clenching as a woman. You'd be clenching your vagina. You'd <laughs> right. be doing those kegel things. I feel like it's just it feel like one long finger in there. You wouldn't want that. Mm. No, no. Getting fingered sounds weird. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like when guys brag about how good they are. One time, one time, my friend was like, he was like 24, and we're just like drinking at somebody's house. He's like, I finger like a bastard. And then, <laughs> and then everybody made fun of him for the. Every girl there was like, "What is wrong with you? Nobody wants to be fingered unless you're in middle school." I mean, it's just a warm up thing, yeah. right? It's, the it's... first time you ever did that to a girl, did you like it? Remember no, how cool we I thought mean... we were. I remember. My, I thought I was like, I'm pretty fucking cool right now. I remember like like gross grade school friends being like, you smell your fingers. Like that gross yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean? I feel that, bad for At the time you find funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you grow older, you're like, oh man, we were fucking idiots. Oh, I know. Like, And especially for a girl, like this is like supposed to be like a such a, a life-changing experience, you know, like losing your vision. I feel like for girls, much more important because you're being like penetrated. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, you're, get, you're no, getting entered. Funny. Yeah, 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 you are. So, but then but the thing is now you're getting entered by a fumbly person cuz all guys are fumbly around that time. Oh, man, you're in a bad nail care too. Oh god damn it. It's like uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say something bad. Yeah, it's 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 just it's just bad. Dale McPeak just... says no condoms, baby. No condoms, baby. I could see that. From Dale, I bet you Dale. Dale. I bet I, just, you, I think Dale would want to wear a condom, but he's just like, eh, fuck I bet that you Dale rapper. puts a condom too on. Small and rapper. Just, Why do they make the rapper too small? You know? I think he puts it on and just disintegrates because he's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Dale McPeak, everyone's been on the podcast in the past, so we could reference him. I love Dale. Go back to episode twenty something. I think he was on. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. He's so funny. Yeah, is he still listening? He's the piece of shit. I don't yeah. like complimenting people too much. Okay. I give like I give two compliments, and I got then I got to tear down. Tear you down. A little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Why? Because yeah. you feel like. Yeah, but you also when you tear people down, Joe. Feels, feels we weird. all know you're kidding, but you have to like specifically be like, you know, I'm kidding with you, right? Yeah, there's always I this weird conversation with you because you're so nice. I think people don't realize how nice I am, right? But I think your see... voice makes you sound worse. I think me, I, I'm dry. I don't know. I, I I'm like Joe, the, uh, the bartender at Laugh Factory. Uh, you know, I always am like, oh, who's this? You know, like who talks the most shit? And then he's like, I think you do. And I'm like, I do. And I was listening to myself at Laugh Factory. I'm like, I do give. 
I give people shit so much that I'm surprised people. I think everybody hates me. No, <laughs> yeah. no one hates. If me. I didn't buy drinks for everybody, I think I would have no friends. Well, that helps. Yeah. By the way, that, yeah, yeah. That does not hurt at all. A couple of comedian friends with me went up to me and was like, "Hey, we want to have an intervention with you, but then we realized that we won't. We'd have to buy our own drinks." I, so, I the very first everyone go back and listen to the po- podcast episode number one. You were in the at the end or middle of a long ass bender. I can't remember. It was oh like yeah, my thirty days my, in a row. My twenty eight day bender. Twenty eight days. All February. All February. I'm on an eight day bender now. <clears throat> I don't know why. Now you a bender is when you get drunk every night though, right? You're not counting having a couple drinks. I don't. Well, I don't drink by myself ever. That's good. That's yeah. healthy. So you're not an alcoholic. Then. No, I'm not. I'm so like you, I, you, I abuse alcohol, but I'm not an alcoholic. They, right? Okay, no, that no. is a difference. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm, I never revert to it emotionally. I don't drink by myself. I just like the social aspect. I do too. That's yeah. why I always wanted to own a bar, because I yeah. just see the social aspect. You'd go broke. I would probably go broke. Yeah. From, what? Just giving away free drinks? Probably. Yeah. See, that's the problem. Like, you you'd really be calling Taffer pretty soon. Oh, bar rescue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I would be like, you can't get drunk every day, Joe. Dude, I would know how to set up a bar real cool. I have an idea. I'm going to give away a free million dollar Can plus give, idea. Multi million dollar. called Cook Allen's Pub. No, that's a given, though. Um, <laughs> Let's make fun of your name of your podcast. Well, no, I always wanted to have my own pub called Cook Allen's Pub, yeah. so I just made it a podcast instead. So I would do a bar. I would call it The Basement. That's the name of the bar. The name oh, of the bar is The Basement. Yeah. And then it's designed like a basement. Okay. Like you're fucking drinking in your dad's basement. You know, oh, that's your great. Parents house basement. I would even have a staircase that goes up, like going upstairs, but yeah. it goes to nothing. You know what's funny about that is that uh, one of the early seasons of Bar Rescue, Taffer did that to this place called Why Not Threes, which is in Milwaukee, where I'm from. Yeah. And uh, he did the same thing, like a 70s basement, and it shut down within weeks. <laughs> like, it's just with the yeah. concept people hated. Well, I want to do like a 70s basement. But it was like, I mean, but that's so a cool, I think right that's now. a cool idea. Don't you know this? Yeah. Was huge. But he did it like in a cartoonish way. Yeah. Like, so I don't do think that. you would do it. No, in a I would have like way. Nintendo 64 set up. I yeah. would have like. Empty kegs over there, but I'd make them so that they're fun. I'd make everything. Would you have like family photos up and stuff? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's fun. I would do like fun family photos, though. Yeah. like not of like uh, famous families in yeah. a way. You know what I mean? I think one thing, like, that... sitcom families, maybe that'd be cool. That'd be funny. Yeah. Oh, like like uh, uh, Michael J. Fox and all that. Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. Pre shakes. I'm drinking out of um, whiskey and coke out of this big mug, and it rattles like crazy. But I feel like it's a decent little background noise for a I like that. podcast. That's why I like these uh, mugs uh, because of that sound. It's like my favorite sound. It's a good sound. It's man. like that or like uh, a chain net for, for basketball. Yeah, Best that sound fucks ever. up the ball if you don't have the right it ball, does, but it, I had a, I like the chain net, too. I was, like, really lucky. When I when I grew up, my mom found some place. I, I lived in Oconomowoc for a little bit, uh, which is uh, in Wisconsin. Oh, by, by <laughs> I think I talked about this on your podcast actually before, but they, uh, this is how unknowingly racist Wisconsin can be, is that in Oconomowoc, their, um, their mascot was a raccoon. And they call themselves Oconomowoc Coonies until uh, like a year ago when they're like, that's kind of racist. And it was um, it was uh, a raccoon with a robber's mask on. Oh, man. Yeah. Why are raccoons criminals? Yeah. Why? High school in Chicago. I think because like the old like I think because they're called the bandits and the bandits is a raccoon that like is a bandit. And I'm like, what is this? Why are they? I I always wanted that, too. Well, there was that one like. was it a vine that was very famous for a while where it shows a raccoon like creeping up to like a dog food bowl that's outside and like yeah. grabs a handful and then like runs away, it scurries away. Okay. And they play M- Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal. Oh, to yeah, it. I've seen that, yeah. So they must be thieving bastards, those Maybe. raccoons, man. Yeah. But oh, so they're not friendly. They're not no, cute. They're scary. People think they're all like, you know, oh, like, it's a raccoon. Great Outdoors made them seem real cute. Yeah, or like that one in the Care Bears. They had a Care Bear cousin that was a raccoon that was purple. Oh, yeah. It was fun. It was a fun guy. Uh, I'm so happy. Did you get to watch those movies again now? Now that you have kids? Dude, it's the best, man. Is it? I'm pumped for Toy Story 4. 
Really? I've never seen the Toy Story uh, movies. It's going to be the first movie my son sees yeah, in never. the theaters. So I'm going to take him. You've never seen any of the Toy Story Dude, movies? I've never seen the Toy Story movies. I've, have... never seen, I've never seen Beauty and the Beast. I've never <gasps> seen the Little fuck? Mermaid. I never. You I like the movie guy. I know. Yeah, I tell everyone how many DVDs and Blu-rays you have. 2,500. 25, I'm not kidding, everybody. I will I will share the post to the not one Disney Killian movie. Pub Instagram. Not one what? Almost no, I um, no almost no Disney. I just have. It's uh, amazing. You have like just, I just such have wall full of Blu-rays yeah. and DVDs. Yeah, yeah, it's getting out of control. I'm. I can't believe you don't have any of the. T- uh, dude, the Toy Stories are great movies. That's what I hear. They're not. They're not even like. You don't have to be a kid to enjoy them either. I don't know. I just can't get into. I've never seen Up. I've never seen. I've never Wall-E. seen Up or Wally. Really? Either. Okay. See, I just can't. Both are great. Are I know. They? I heard those are great. See, yeah. I got out of those. Like I didn't see Toy Story three when right. it came out. I only yeah. watched Toy Story three like. Maybe seven or eight months ago, because my son got into Toy Story. I heard that one's like a tearjerker. Yeah, is it? I yeah. mean, yeah. Really? There's a scene that there's a scene that you're really like, holy shit. I wa- And this next one is supposed to. I, I read the some stuff on the internet about it where Tom Hanks says there's a moment that's movie history. Really? And then in Tim Allen says in the one the Toy Story four that's coming yeah. out, and he goes, I had trouble getting through the end. Wow. And I'm like, well, spoiler alert on both your ends. Yeah, in a yeah, way, yeah. in a way. Yeah. That's been a. Uh, ongoing theme with me is people fucking spoiling shit. It'd be funny if um, Tim Allen's like, yeah, and I, I'm, 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 I'm off the wagon now because of that movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, Toy, Toy Buzz Story. died and I got a drink. He relapsed because of Toy Story Four. Um, the Toy Stories, the movies about friendship, they're great. Okay. Uh, but I, what are the, the Cars? I like the Cars Never movies. Seen those. Cars Two wasn't that great, but Cars Never One and that. Three were really good. What else? There's a, a movie called Leap on Netflix that I think I don't know. Uh, the movie Sing, Sing was Never badass. Saw Never saw it. Uh, what about Trolls? Trolls was good. Nope. Yeah, see, well, you're not gonna see any of these then. Well, but it's the fun kids, to rewatch yeah. the kids' movies. I'm not against them. You know why? Because I like, think you would be. It'd be fucking I think, weird. Like my mom, like loved Eddie Murphy, and so like I I grew up watching like Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. And like I uh, my mom took me to see RoboCop in the theater when I was three. Well, she she thought it was like a oh robot movie, not like oh this is an NC seventeen. <laughs> I saw the last ten minutes of Total Recall in the theater. Oh, did you? When did I was like in? six. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. Sneak, well, I missed kind those of, so, sneaking in. You know, my parents divorced when I was like five. I want to say four and a half, five maybe. And um, you know, I grew up in the city, and there was a the Portage Theater. It was a, a theater like the Logan that would show a movie like two months after it came out originally. Oh, or the, the Logan the, kind the of gets movies right away. You know, like cheaper, like the mm-hmm. what do they call it, like the second run or third run or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So uh, I remember, like when I was in, uh, was it going into freshman year of high school? I saw American Pie for a dollar fifty on a Friday night. Oh, fun! Yeah, and yeah. It, was, it had been out for a couple months at Change big theaters. Life. You know, yeah. great. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I started fucking pies after that. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, right. Yeah, they're warm. Yeah. And um, when I was a kid, though, I think we saw. I think I saw Ghostbusters two. Me and my sister yeah. in the one theater. So it was two theaters. Yeah. And my dad's like, when it's done, you know, I don't think he said come in here, but he said like, yeah, I'll meet you in the lobby or something like yeah. that. I think I think he thought the movies were timed out to end around the same time. Okay. They weren't. So we went in there. He was sitting by himself on an aisle, and we're like, hey, do you have any popcorn left? And he's yeah. just like, shh, all right, sit down. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's a very violent last yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great then, movie. Yeah, and then I remember seeing it as a, like, as a teenager going, oh, there's a woman with three boobs. I wish I would have saw that when I was six. That yeah. That would have been a fun little viewing. Yeah, so, like, yeah, my mom <clears throat> my mom and dad divorced when I was three, and uh, I don't know. She, I think she just was like, go for it. She, nev- she never was like, you're, too, you're not old enough to watch that. Until I, my mom remarried to my stepdad. In uh, like third grade, and then that's when he was like, "He can't watch that yet." And my mom's like, "What?" And then so she had to kind of like follow, like you know, yeah. the parenting style of that. Um, so I just like I just was into like '80s action. Like if you look at my movies, they're all like shitty action. See, I'm like you, like that. I do. I wasn't into the kids' movies when I was a kid. Yeah, I like them now. And I mean, it's, I don't get me wrong. I saw it. Like I saw Beauty and the Beast. I saw Lion King. I saw Aladdin when I was a kid because those came out came out like in succession Never seen from Lion the age of, like seven to ten for me. Lion King's a good one, man. Uh, the, the James new, is getting mad at me. Asshole. They did a, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
They did a remake of Beauty and the Beast that was pretty good. They're doing a, a live action Lion King, which just seems stupid to me because it's fucking yeah. lions. Uh, yeah, you want to turn that off, James? We're recording a podcast. Oh, my God. Your producer. Good Lord. Is oh, it me? Oh. I wanted to share my thing in here. Anyway, though. Um, yeah, dude, like, I was like you. I was really into 80s action, 80s comedies, early 90s oh, comedies. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. Uncle Buck and Planes, Trains, Automobiles and Ferris Bueller's Alpha. Still my favorite movie. I just watched Summer Rental. Caddyshack and Stripes. I remember seeing Stripes. Caddyshack and Stripes watching it on the couch with my dad. And then when there was a nudie, nude scene, he'd cover my eyes. Okay, yeah. He'd be like, hey, cover your eyes. You know, he'd be yeah. like jokingly. And I would try to, like, look around the eyes because yeah. I wanted to see boobs. Yeah. And uh, that's when I knew, man. I knew I was heterosexual right away. Yeah. I remember, like, someone saying, you know, like in high school, someone in class said something like, "Oh, they choose to be gay." Oh yeah, you know, like in one of those classes, where you're allowed to like big open discussions. And I remember, sorry, I'm switching gears here. Yeah. But I remember going thinking, just you know, you're not political yet in high school. But I remember whoever kid said this must have had like some asshole parent or yeah. something. And I remember going, "Wait, you're saying they're choosing to be gay just to be different and to be yeah. like whatever?" He's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Well, I didn't choose to be straight. I know right. that because yeah. I remember watching those movies as a kid, being like, yeah, mm-hmm. cool.'" You know, and I remember being like seven, slow, and on Caddyshack, the one um, Lacey, uh, who plays the judge's like niece, she goes down a slide in Chevy Chase, Chevy Cheese's, I can't talk, Chevy Chase's pool. Yeah. Chevy Cheese would have been a cooler name. Yeah. Chevy Chase's pool naked. And I would try to like pause it to see oh, if I yeah. could see her yeah, naked going yeah. down the slide. Yeah, nice. And I had a friend in T ball when his mom was like, Did you drink your juice box, Henry? And I remember turning, and she was bent down to talk to him, just uh-huh. fucking cleavage. And I remember turning, looking at that as a seven-year-old, be like, "Nice, dude." I, I, just, I saw, so I was watching you, Summer you know? Rental with John Candy, and I was like, "Oh, the boob scene's coming up." Or I'm like, where she shows like the neighbor, like, "Oh, my husband just bought me these, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it's coming up." And then I'm like, and I'm like, "Oh, there's no nudity in this movie at all. Like, it's, it's PG, but it's, it's weird. Like, like I haven't watched a movie in like 15, 20 years. I'm like, "Oh, there's nudity. It's a nudie movie." And then I'm like, "Oh, it's," but like I was like. <clears throat> I got this new uh, Blu-ray player. It's a Oppo player, and it's like it's like incredible. And uh, so, I mean, like it, the the resolution, it basically up converts the DVDs to like Blu-ray quality. Oh, cool! Which is why I got it. And uh, but so then you you see for a second, I was like, oh, and I I paused and I went back like frame by frame. I'm like, oh, there are nipples. There are nipples for just a slight second. Where I'm like, and I still got the PG rating. Just to show how pervy uh, girls could be too, because I know we're coming off very pervy right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I remember having a babysitter and one of her two of her friends pausing in, or going in slow motion in uh, Romeo and Juliet because you could see like part of Leonardo DiCaprio's ball. ball when oh, he, like, really? He like rolls off the bed in his yeah, boxers yeah, in yeah, the scene yeah, or yeah. something. I'd even be like, what is that? Is, it, is that a ball? Yeah, what is that? Yeah. Nothing's cool. That's a cool. You know what's the coolest thing is like when DVDs came out and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can pause. In slow motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah like definitely. Final Destination was that first movie where you're like you want to see the gore where she get where the, the girl gets hit by the, the bus out of the blue and you're like holy shit and then they so now you can like rewind because it. of that movie that certain shot you're like someone's gonna hit by a car yeah you yeah. know there's a certain shot or when the driver's driving and they're looking directly at the camera yeah like this and talking to someone and i told you bobby i'm never gonna fucking you're just like oh here comes oh, a head on yeah, collision yeah, yeah yeah you just know it's kind of like it's, it telegraphs that scene i wish they would do it differently i know i know they're i really know good but directors it's, a, it's such a trope now yeah it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I, I, you know what's funny about Caddyshack is that like I never saw Caddyshack. I saw Caddyshack two first. Ooh, no. So, so did because you like of Caddyshack this, too? I prefer Caddyshack two. Oh fuck off! I know really? it's really fucked up. And also, I saw. I never knew what Star Wars was as a kid. I knew what Spaceballs was. So I watched Spaceballs. I, I love that fucking too. movie. Yeah. And then I specifically remember 
like being in like you know kindergarten or preschool and it was like show and tell and someone brought a star wars book and i remember in my head being like what is this thing ripping off space balls Real, yeah. that's fucking I was hilarious. so oblivious to what Star Wars no, was. No, I didn't get spoofs and parodies for a while no. either. Uh, but, dude, to not know that's really funny. I wasn't a Star Wars kid either, yeah. like you. I feel like I wasn't born in that little gap. We're just a little too... We're, we're not little, old enough. Yes, not old yeah. enough, and then too too old when they redid the movies yeah, or yeah. when the next when episodes one, two, and three, which right. are really the fourth, fifth, and sixth movies yeah, right. of this old I hate when people are like, you mean, actually, it's, I'm like... It's I the most just, annoying thing. Yeah, yeah, I hate I've that. I've told people, they go, have you seen any Star Wars? I'm like, yeah, I saw the, the first, first three. one on VHS. I only saw the first one. Oh. And they're like, yo, you mean episode four? And I'm like... I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. No, it's, I mean the one that came out in 1977. Yeah. Yeah, episode the four. First I'm one. like... It's the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, first They're like, one. no, it's the fourth one. I go, I'm going to fucking stab you. Yeah. Okay? Don't don't, <laughs> yeah. don't get your nerd logic and make my I brain hurt. All right? I guess I'm not so going to do that. that. Like, you know what I mean? I saw Rogue One, though, and I liked Rogue One. I liked one Rogue One. I saw that. I kind of want to go back and see the rest of them. They I, were good. You know, Both. Yeah. I liked the first one. Yeah, yeah. And I liked Rogue One. Yeah. I just, I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings. Me either. There's I tried. I kept falling asleep. I just fucking. I don't like fan. I've never seen any of the Harry Potters. I even with Game of Thrones, I watched the first episode several times before I really got into it. And then I got into it before. I wanted it to end. Yeah. I like, I like, like, so, uh, I had this movie show at Laugh Factory, uh, and then, which inspired me to do, like, a, I'm going to be doing a, maybe a podcast with uh, Blake, who's a fellow comedian. Um, he's been, Blake's been on the podcast, Blake Burkhardt. Yeah, yeah, he's also on this network. Um, and I just, because I just want to do, uh, uh, it's called like trust me is awesome like i like showing people movies like ridiculous movies never seen before so like if it's mainstream i generally don't watch those movies but i'll watch like oh there's this crazy movie with ryan Go- like i trust me it's awesome that's a great title isn't it a great title because like, oh, like yeah. it's that thing where you're like oh do you haven't seen it trust me it's awesome like that that thing so i've you been going were, um you on our text thought about hey you want a podcast this time and all that yeah. you were doing varsity blues gifs or gifs oh, fuck, yeah. the fuck they're called. yeah yeah and i love that movie it's great i feel like though that's but, does it hold up no well there's a podcast out there called podcast like it's 1999 and they go through every single movie that was in 1999 and it's like they kind of like what's it what's it like in the filter of this this time and age see i hate that and they're though. like i know i don't like judging stuff through they a get 2019 a, filter yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was that's unfair to the people who put that together they get a little preachy about it but it's but they're but it's pretty good and then know, but then everything's problematic now yeah. like wh- but why bill How simmons has one yeah. called the rewatchables and that one's just like i don't give a shit if there's problematic parts but this movie's great like it's so that that they have a good podcast about it too i get people being like hey that scene in um uh animal house Dude, yeah there's a 13 year old girl like what the fuck was yeah like, i know, you know there's some really and then like there's there's uh, scott can uh con in that movie sings a song about breaking a girl's jaw because he broke her heart she broke his heart so I broke her jaw. He sings that. Is I'm he like, quoting a country a little... song though? No, he's like making fun of country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm like, it's a little bad. Yeah, um, it's stupid. But uh, also one of the first movies that ever really um, hit on the Everyone whole, the whole concussion break... thing. They were both the ball in the concussion. They thing. were man. Billy Bob got a concussion. William yeah. Robert. Yeah, William Robert. He died that actor in real life. I know. Recently. I know. Oh, that Billy Bob. I, that was cause all my friends. He's watching were Sausage were. now. The fat pig he had was the name Sausage. No, oh, bacon. Yeah, bacon, bacon. Yeah, bacon. I love that dog. Bacon. bacon. He's like, I think that's a pig. I love What's that dog. What's her name? What was the actress's name in that? That does the whipped cream bikini. Yeah, that she's was, in Final Destination. Oh yeah, she is. It was mm-hmm. every boy's fantasy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck I know. Is her name? Ellie uh, Ellie Larder or something? I think you might be getting close to yeah. I think that's yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. And like that movie's great. I was I'm all about Scott Con. Amy Smart was in it. Amy Smart's in that. Amy Smart's in a lot of shit. Amy dude. Smart's yeah. She's, she's secretly gorgeous. in a lot of shit. Yeah, she's in Road Trip. Road Trip, great movie. Great movie. Is Road Trip problematic now too? Probably. Probably. There's always gonna be parts that's 
I know. It's I annoying. just like, like I under I I understand if the it argument. Came out now I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, understand the I get the too. argument, but I also like there's a, a context. That's the thing too. Is like, so I've been going down this like wormhole, rabbit hole of like bad movies for this for this podcast, right? And like, holy shit, there are some like those buddy cop movies when all of a sudden it was like rush hour, but like 20 years ago, <laughs> like it's like there's one with Jay Leno and it's just it's and and then Pat Morita. Uh, it's I don't know who the hell bad. There's one I just bought. I haven't watched it yet. Called Partners, where uh, uh, it's these two. Are these cops all get... straight to DVD movies you're gonna be reviewing? No, th- yeah. Well, they're like hard, but the <laughs> best thing is like Amazon Prime is going all in on these really bad '80s movies. I like Amazon Prime. Yeah, they have the best selection. It's 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 amazing. Someone was telling me. Someone tweeted. I think uh, this comic Steve Hernandez out of LA. Nice dude. He tweeted a thing where <laughs> you always do a compliment. <laughs> you do have to do a compliment every time. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. he's a dick now. Fuck him. Oh, yeah. Um. He, he, he tweeted a thing. There's some Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a comedy special from some dude. I gotta find the name. And he posted it. Go to Steve Hernandez's Twitter right. if you can, James. Yep. I think it's like at Big Hern or something. Cool. And if you scroll oh, down like a Big bunch, Perm? yeah, like, like from Friday, yeah, something yeah, like that. Nice. Big Hern though. What up, Big Perm? I'm big for worm. Big Hernandez. Yeah, big and worm. it is he like filmed you know on his phone and then shared like the clip of it. And the dude literally, it's like an open mic. There's some bad it's ones. It's like an open mic that they put on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And the guy literally is like, all right, let's see if I could uh, remember this last joke. Oh, God. Um, all right, well, that's it for me, everybody. That, that's how he ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how he fucking ends it. And they put this on um, That's like those those world comics Amazon. that are like selling their like, oh, it's my special. And it's just like a camera on a tripod. And you can see people it. like serving yeah i <laughs> like, mean look there's the, nothing the, wrong with i saw one where the doors open it's a kitchen you can see the yeah there's shit like that i mean there's nothing wrong with self-producing your own special i'm doing that basically yeah but like you did but, it in a good way yeah we yeah, filmed yeah, it yeah. at a sold out show it's and have a great crowd you're not recording like, on a gopro no i fucking dude it's i just want to know i want to talk i want to interview that's why i gotta get one of those comics on here but i feel like it'd be too mean i just want to know like, what, what were you thinking yeah. There is a comic. There's these comics, everyone. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, cool. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah, let, yeah, me, yeah, uh, yeah. let me just summarize for people who aren't in our I world. Shouldn't, I won't mention anything else. But Yeah. For everyone yeah. not in the world of stand-up comedy, there are these guys that call like road dogs who do like these small, you know, mid-level cities in a way. They're like, it's like, they're like blue collar workers of comedy. Yeah. And yeah. They, they, they live out of their car, some of them, it's or they sad. live real cheap. And, and the fucking, the worst part about it. Because one thing you could be like, oh, look, they're still living their dream. It's almost like in baseball, the minor leaguer who's still playing in his 30s where it's like, dude, you haven't made the majors yet? What the yeah. fuck are you doing? Well, doing this is better than working at, like, you know, true, yeah. some fucking service job I don't like or retail or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Dude, I bet so, you have the stories that we could tell about these people. It's sad. It's sad because it's, sad. it's like you well, – well, I think the saddest part is that their material's terrible. Yeah. They never evolved past – Yeah. I, you could tell there are these people that – Maybe in whatever magic year of their comedy career, right. had like a good year, right. like a real big year. And then they got a wife and kid, and then they can't. Like, a lot go. of them don't even have that. I know that's Dude, the that's worst. what they don't even have yeah. that. They've got they're just themselves. I think they had a good year in which they started running around doing some clubs. Yeah, and they got into their head going, "I got this." Their shit didn't evolve. Yeah, they didn't look to see what the next thing was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they just stayed stuck, but they built enough relationships with these clubs so that they could go to like a Rockford, Illinois or, you know, like a fucking Toledo, Ohio. I don't know. Just these cities like that size and occasionally do a big city here or there. Yeah. And it's just it it breaks your heart, you know, because it's it's sad. I I met this one that was like I I just started comedy. It's my first like one of my first 
gigs hosting, which is like in comedy, it's like the first job you get. It's the first paid job you get, right? And like, so I'm like, I'm like so excited. I'm like, you know, wide eyed and bushy tailed. And I'm like outside talking to the headliner. I'm like, oh my God, it's the headliner, you know? Like, oh my God. And I just saw him like, he's picking up cigarettes and he's putting it in a, a, a shoebox. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I stomp these down and I make my own cigarettes. I, make, I save a lot of money. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, oh my God, you're the thing I want to be. <laughs> like, you're the. And then he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, don't introduce. I, I got his name wrong the first time and he tried to get me fired because I, I mispronounced his name. I know, they're bitter assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, uh, he was like, when you introduce me, get off stage. I said, okay. He's like, don't wait for me. Just get off stage. I'm like, all right. And I did it. I went off stage. And all of a sudden, this like this like song plays. And it's all these comedians being like, yo, yo, this is Chris Rock. Yo, this is Chris Rock. Like, you're the funniest comedian I know, man. And then, like, it's another, hey, yo, this is Tim Allen. Like that. And by the he end of his own hype intro, by the end of the weekend, I was like, that's the same <sighs> voice doing all of those voices. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then he, w- he would go up and he had an R. Like as a as a necklace, like a big R, and he goes, "This is gonna come to play later," and he'd wear it the whole time. And you're like, "What's going on?" And then how he would see, and he would just do street jokes, right? Just street jokes. And his his closing bit was like, "All right, um, you guys know this is R, right?" And then he uh, picks out a uh, lighter, and he's like, "This is fire, right? R, fire, okay?" And he goes, uh, "You know, I always uh, I'm a little old. I always wa- I always want to be my own, my own boy band, you know. So did you always want to be in a boy band?" And the guy's like, "I don't know." And he's just like, he's like, ah, why don't we start our own? We'll be a man band. We'll be like men doing it, right? And I think it'll go something like this. And he plays Backstreet Boys, You Are My Fire. And every time he goes, you are, he goes, he points to the crowd. He goes, you, and he points to the R. You are. And then he goes, my fire. He says, take us a lighter, fire. And he goes, the one desire. He, he's a fat dude. Brings up his belly and shakes his thing. And uh, you're like, okay, so he does it for like 30 seconds. No, he does it for the whole song. <laughs> he does the full Backstreet Boys song. What a cool guy. Yeah. And then I'm like, this is the worst comedy I've ever seen. And one one of those nights, he got a standing ovation by like four people. And I'm like, four what people. is going where, on? Where was this? What town? Milwaukee. What club? It was at the uh, cafe. Okay. That's now closed. And I, I started up there, so then I started at Joker's. Joker's was the like only club. I, I like the Milwaukee clubs. Yeah. It, it, they, yeah. Sometimes they're, they're great. Do Giggles in Brookfield. Giggles. In Giggles Brookfield, Pub. Wisconsin. I think that's going to be an improv now. Yeah, it is. From yeah. what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I used to do that club, uh, but uh, Joker's was the first club because like uh, at that time, Ca- Comedy Cafe would not book locals because there was no scene up there. Yeah. So that I I so I just would go to um, Joker's, but Joker's was underneath the strip club. So like, and their open mic was actually their Thursday show. So they had their Thursday show. The first acts were the open micers. So it was us. So um, isn't it amazing how bad people are running comedy? Oh, it's insane. It was. I mean, all the managers had guns. Like on their, I know it's like real like it was like mobbed up shit. It's clearly like they're they're funneling money through this because like it never sold out and it ran for like ten years. James, you have the uh, thing I'm talking about. Do you? Yeah, Don Zilla's comedy showcase. Don Zilla's comedy showcase. Everyone, even if you don't like stand up comedy, you're gonna get a huge laugh at how <laughs> bad the production value is, how bad the comedians are on it. Do you want to play a clip? Or no? Yes, I do. Okay. All right, uh, there's a four second clip and a forty five second clip. Which one do you want? There's a four-second clip. Play yeah. the 45, but then, right. uh, you know, you know when to stop if it gets bad. All right, here, let's see. What do we got here? Let me start over. <laughs> oh, James. Uh, yeah, buddy. Yes. Yeah, hang on. On your text, yes. Yeah, yeah. Here, we're starting this over. Hold on. So there's a guy on stage, big guy. Joey Craig. I, I love that guy. Can you turn it up a little? Yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, no, but... Where's I going with this? Oh, oh yeah. my god. I'm overweight. I need to lose weight. 
because uh, when your knees start making popping noises, you've gone too far. But anyway, no laugh. Uh, no <laughs> laugh. No <laughs> laughter. Zero laughter. Hmm. One more joke. Are you ready? Processing. Anyway. Oh, he's clearly. I mean, he, oh my god! Even in his brain, he's bombing. He knows it. That's his. He just goes. That's my set tonight. That's a special. That's hilarious. Ooh, my friend Michael Pecco mentioned. You ever seen the movie Monster Squad? I love that movie. Great fucking movie. Good call, Wolf Michael Pecco. Wolfman's got arts. Yeah, <laughs> Wolfman's got arts. Hell yeah! Can you turn this shit off, please? Such <laughs> a bad producer. Oh my god. Um, I just got Band of the Hand, which is a good '80s kind of like. Rock movie. Yeah. So yeah, watch it again. What's called Donzilla's Comedy Donzilla's Showcase. Comedy Showcase. On, uh, I don't know where it's shot out of, but it's, it's in. Uh, he has the uh, all the stuff up here. There's this big long post from the producers of the show. Oh god. Um, are they apologizing? Oh, it's seeking talent. It's right? in Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. From uh, yeah. That's the thing. Is like you know, Amazon's like I don't give a shit. It's, it's, it's content. There is nothing more uncomfortable than watching bad stand-up comedy, right? Or bad no, improv. Bad, or bad improv. Bad, bad, bad improv is worse. Bad, I, this is this I, is I will group I will yeah I will firmly uh, stick by this comment that like bad bad improv is the worst you've ever seen. Bad stand up is tolerable compared to bad improv, but nothing will ever make me laugh harder than great improv. Like great perfect improv is always funnier than stand up every time. Really? Yeah. I, if you see, I, I haven't dude, seen great improv. In a I've long seen. Time, though, I so. I have memories of some of the best shows I saw when I first moved down here. I was doing. I did improv like four or five years. So I'm I did a little, improv before I did stand up. Not yeah. in a group, but I was in classes. Dude, I saw uh, Tim Robinson, who has a show on Netflix now. A. Bryan, who's on SNL, and uh, Brendan uh, Jennings, who's one of my favorite improvisers, who's the janitor on AP Bio. I saw. I, it was one of my first shows. Those three together. I've never laughed so hard in my whole entire life. I mean, I back the back of my head hurt. Yeah, and I would go see. There's this group called Cook County Social Club. If you're in oh, LA, oh, I love them. Yeah, Mark Ratterman. Yeah, Ratterman. Dudes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg has Mark Ratterman. Uh, Tim Robinson was on it. Uh, uh, Bill, uh, I always forget his last name. He's so funny. And uh, I remember seeing they were great. You're right. Yeah, and I so they they come in town once every year, and I buy tickets to every one of the shows. I went to all four shows, uh, and I I laughed so hard. It was um, it was perfect. It was amazing. But it sucks because their opening act are always very nervous and they're always fucking terrible. So like yeah. everyone I would bring, I'd be like, "It's gonna get better. This is almost over." Um, and then as soon as like they went on stage, they they are like watching them or TJ and Dave, uh, or TJ the Reckoning, which I think the Reckoning is still in LA. TJ Miller, Nick Vatterout, yeah, Beast, like heavy, heavyweights, so funny which heavyweight, stage, yeah, which is so good. amazing. Brady Novak, yeah, some of those dudes really have. When it. it's good, it's like holy shit. But and the best thing about it is that like it just doesn't transfer to film well. No, so no. like it's because I think you feel like only in this moment will this be, well, be this it funny. It transfers via sketch, not improv. Right. That's why a lot of those guys, like David Cross, Bob Odenkirk, yeah, you know, if they did live shows. They would do a lot of improv, yeah, but they know that doesn't work. You couldn't do it. A, yeah, sh- it doesn't work on television film. You know what I'm saying? So it's, they would have to make sketches. Yeah, you have a, to have something written. It's incredible. It. Like I took my girlfriend's mom, and she was like, "Oh, they that a lot of that's planned before, right?" I was like, "None of it is." They're like, "No, that has to be." That was like, they had a whole arc to that. I'm like, "That's how good they are." So if you're in LA, like go see Cook County Social Club. Like, yeah, you, I, you look, have to. I would agree with that for sure. Definitely yeah. go check them out. But I still think great stand-up is better than great improv. To me personally, because you're just seeing a, a well, improv's obviously in the moment. So I yeah. think that's where it's special seeing it live. Yeah. But to see like someone like Dave Chappelle yeah. or like yeah. Bill Burr. Yeah. To see those dudes in their element, it's like I think it's like I I having the crowd by their fucking throat. Yeah. I I think best. like um with great stand-up, I'll be, like, in, in awe of how great it is. Also, like, now that we're comedians, like, knowing 
like going back and watching stuff that I loved as a kid that I watch now, it's like, oh, wow. Like, that's even better than I thought. Like, just knowing the moves and stuff like that. And I'm like, holy shit, he set that up, like, like forever Yeah, ago. you know, I remember I saw Seinfeld in 2012 at, like, a big theater. And I uh, I loved the show, but I don't remember laughing. I don't, I don't I think I laughed. I, think I never I just, laugh at him. I think I was just kind of, like, studying him yes. in yeah, a yeah. way. I've, I've, I don't think he's funny, but I think he's really? an incredible comedian. I, yeah. I do think he's funny, and obviously he's like such a wordsmith yeah. with uh, his jokes and his he's timing never makes and everything. Me laugh. Never makes me laugh. Really? Okay. But I, 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 I think he's an incredible comedian. Like, so just I don't think he's funny. When I was starting out, though, in my brain, I was a foul-mouthed Seinfeld. I had I a lot of that. energy, yeah. and a lot of my jokes were set up that way. I had a joke about Simon Says, the game. Or I was like, who is this Simon? Yeah. And why is he such a demanding prick? Oh, Simon says this. Simon says that. It's, that's yeah, a Seinfeld yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. I had a joke about recess where I talked about the teacher who would say, well, class, today recess is canceled due to the actions of Jonah. Oh, yeah. And you could all thank Jonah for canceling recess. And I'm like, Jonah loves recess. He would never cancel recess. Right. This is your shit right now. Right. And you're trying to get us all to mob up on this dude. Right, like, right. What kind of fucked up teacher are you? So it was basically, that's that's a Seinfeld-esque observation. Yeah. But it was me, Joe Kilgallen, swearing it up, right. being like, what the fuck is this? What the yeah, fuck is yeah. that? But it was all that same, you know. You know what's crazy is that I thing. bet you sold that better than you've ever, than, than when you first started. Have you ever, like, told, like, your uh, jokes that you're embarrassed of when you first started? I, I, I did tell one joke. I had a joke about teachers that I told recently. So I did a charity show two weeks ago, and it was one. Of, it was like my first show back since my son being born. Yeah. Two, when I did CYSK this past Wednesday, yeah. it was like my second show back. Yeah. And um, a third, it doesn't matter. But felt, I, I, it felt, I haven't it felt like the first up. time you're back in like ten years. It, it, it does take, uh, dude. It <laughs> kidding? Take, no, it was great. You had a great well, time. Yeah. And you, did, you and you were, you had no ring rust. So you were great. Uh, my last couple jokes were rusty. I think, think so? the first the first sixty percent of the set, I felt like, oh, this is great. And then the last two, jokes. that new joke's great. The, uh, C-section. Oh, I like that one. Not Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, and I, I loved how you were like, "Listen, I'm a dad now. Expect dad jokes. Like, expect dad jokes. Yeah, <laughs> this is this, this is awesome. That's a be. dad joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of stole that from my own dad. Actually, yeah, no, I heard the story through, that, yeah. through conversation. But uh, I fucking I so there was teachers there. It was a fundraiser for some school, and I remembered a joke I had about teachers from like my first six months of doing stand up. Yeah, and I did it, and it killed. Probably because I know how to tell jokes way better now. Isn't that crazy? But yeah. back then I had more energy. When I first started, I would like pace the stage more. I was too. And do you think that's a nervous thing, or do you think that's because it's like the Dan Cook era? It was the Dan Cook era, I think. I think so. Me too. Because now I'm very still. I move a little bit. Yeah. I'm not like holding the mic in the mic stand. I take the mic out. I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll take a step or two here or there, but I'm not going back and forth like a lunatic. Yeah. Not that I was going back and forth like the way Dan Cook did. That guy right. fucking was running around the stage like a psycho. Yeah. But like, uh, which did his style. You couldn't do the type of jokes Dan Cook does. Or did back then and be still. No, it wouldn't work. No, I guess I guess like lately or whatever he was like, I'm gonna spend a whole year uh, not moving. So he just because he, he wanted to change. Well, when I was living in L.A. and I met Dan Cook a handful of times, I don't have a bad word to say about that guy. Really? He was nice as fuck every time I met him. Yeah, it was really cool. You could say he's aging bad. He so looks terrible he, now. He, he's a little yeah. He's he's. <laughs> I'll say that. That's the bad thing I'll say about no. him. He's not aging very well, it's but he's got a. Well. 20-year-old girlfriend that he's yeah. very happy with. So good yes. on him if that's what you want. Can we talk about that? Why do people hate when someone dates someone way younger than them? I think it's gross. I think it's a little gross, too. 
but I don't like the idea of hating it. Remember, we thought it was cool, like in high school, and you're like, "Oh, that girl's dating a 22 year old. That's pretty cool." And now you're I like, "I never That's thought a girl dating a 22 year old was cool because I thought that 22 year old was a fucking loser." Dude, see, so you were about the ball on that one. Good. No, I remember girls. I remember being in like. This is why you're progressive, Joe. Dude, when I was in eighth grade, there was eighth <laughs> grade girls who were like, <laughs> yeah, he's a that, junior in high school, and he's dating an eighth grader. Yeah. But he's a fucking dork. This uh, this voice, Joe's. That's really funny when you're like, "No, that guy's a predator," and you're also like, "Gay people, uh, gay people don't choose." Okay, like I like, <laughs> like you sound like you should be like, ah, that was, yeah, but you're saying like the most amazing things, but your voice is like. He's sarcastic. I should be like the alpha lib. <laughs> <laughs> He's liberal, but he didn't fucking headbutt you. If yeah, the opportunity yeah, yeah. rises. No, I remember those fucking girls being like. Oh, I'm. Uh, he's talking to. She's talking to so and so. He's a junior at this high school, and I'm like, well, he's a fucking dork. Yeah. All right. And how yeah. do you not see that? Because yeah, when I'm yeah. a junior, I'm gonna be fucking 25 year olds. That's what I thought, which yeah, was yeah. not true at all. Yeah. <laughs> I married the girl I started dating when I was a junior, so yeah. it goes to show if you. you but, okay, if you got single, let's just say, hopefully it never happens. Never. Right. Um, what would be your age i don't have the youngest oh what the age where you're like this is oh the youngest i can't handle this if i were 34 i would say i couldn't go younger than 26 okay that's because i I think if you're 30 maybe even 25 yeah right i think Um, past like 10 years it's really weird yeah i would agree with you past 10 years is too weird would you say that and Dan Cook's 42 with a 20-year-old? Yeah, that's messed up. I would say But under... again, though, you couldn't say... Don't have to cut you off, James. Yeah. You shouldn't shit on that. The people who shit on that are the same people who are like, love is love. Yeah. You, then it's... That, apparently, the love isn't love to you because right. you think there's an age limit to it. Right. As long as you're legal. Yeah. And then if, if that's the case, you're saying that 20-year-old shouldn't date... You're not, you're, I don't right. know. You're insulting someone in that, right. par, uh, that whole fucking yeah. uh, equation. Go ahead, James. I'm sorry. No, I mean, like, under... I think if you're over 30, anything under... 21 is absolutely disgusting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if Agreed. you we're so woke. Yeah, we're very So like woke. a 29 year old kid, a 29 year old so proud of ourselves. We're, we should be. Yeah, cuz we're more progressive. We should record this moment. A 29 year old dating oh. a 22 year old. Oh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not, you know. It's not disgusting, I don't think. In my opinion, if you're 34 and you're dating like a 23 year old like I mean, good luck. They don't know anything about the world, but like that they're They've been drinking for two diff- years. It's different things. So, mm-hmm. like, if a friend of mine who's 40 is like, oh, dude, I banged a 22-year-old yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I'm high-fiving him before he says yesterday. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's like, I banged a 22 tw- <laughs> Hell yeah, buddy. He's already up. But if but he's like, I'm like dating, dating a 22-year-old, yeah. I'll be like, what, what, what the fuck did you talk That's about? That's weird. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you, man? Yeah, yeah. You're going to settle down with a 22-year-old your whole life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know Snapchat filters. Like You're going to be miserable. My girlfriend's like, we have a nine-year difference. And even that kind of, I was like, I don't know. Is there nine year difference between the two of you? Yeah, yeah. I'm always You look, yeah, you look good, buddy. <laughs> you look great, too. Oh, that's yeah, not yeah, true yeah. at all. But You're like you. one of those people that look old as in, in high school, but you kind of grew into it. You someone, know what I mean? Adam Burke, I think someone gave me that compliment yesterday where I was like, you're, you're filling out, but you're growing into it nicely. I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, you're not getting older. Uh, you just turn it into you. Uh, I got uh, some some white hairs are popping in the old chin. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to get that too. I don't like that, that at all. No, yeah, yeah, it yeah, makes me want to shave every day. Um, but yeah, but sometimes like I'll make a reference to something, and it's just, she's like, oh, I don't know, or she's like, oh yeah, I was in I was in elementary school. I'm like, oh god, that's not that doesn't feel good. That hurts because when you put when you put yourself at high school with a reference, and you're like, I'm in high school, right? And she's like, oh no, I was like in fourth grade or whatever. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> That that's when I'm like, don't ever say that out loud to me. Yeah, again. that's bad, <laughs> yeah. dude. Oh I'm my like, god, oh, that's, that's bad. great. Yeah, that's great. That, that, dude, she had she was like drawing butterflies on trapper keepers. I know, I know. While you were fucking masturbating. Yeah, that's the age difference. That's when I'm like, god, Dane Cook, how could you? How could you? Well, I mean, I, I guess you could. Are He's, people done I, giving I him shit? I think so. I heard his new hour is really good, but I Go, I, 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 I also only heard from his Twitter followers. So <laughs> like, well, he's got a few million of those. Yeah, yeah, he? yeah. Um, uh, I'll I'll say this. He people so funny now 
I hate when people shit on him. I will, I I will defend just, that guy from it's day one. lazy. I'll defend him too. It's I think it's lazy. It's hate. What happened to Amy Schumer was what happened to Dan Cook. Yeah. Uh, she wrote it out a little bit better. I don't yeah. feel like, but remember everyone was shitting on Amy Schumer yeah. like a year or so ago. Yeah. And everyone's like, why is she getting this? I go, this is how it works in comedy for some dumb reason. Right. And it's mostly from comedians where you get so popular, you get so big that everyone starts to tear you down. I feel like nobody's hated a comedian as much as they've hated Dan Cook. No, I think he was the no, Well, Carlos Mencia was hated more. I feel well, like, that's right? for a reason, though. But, like, for no really good reason. Well, they accused Dan Cook of joke stealing, but that was loose. I don't it believe that. It was loose. That. The joke stealing on that was Dude, loose. Dude, he's had, he released. He like, said seven hours out there, and only three or four jokes have been accused of uh, being similar to right. others. And, like, Louis, like. And oh, the Louis I think joke just... was bullshit because you could say that Louis stole that from Steve Martin. You could say Steve Martin stole that from Bill Cosby. Right. The whole joke about I want to name my kid yeah, weird names. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was not Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah. And then Louis, the only joke you could, I thought of those three accusations. Was the one about um, the itchy asshole one? I guess was some pretty damn similar. That's pretty similar. And the car one. The car one. The car one was pretty close. It's pretty. That's close, when you're like, but, uh, I don't know, but like, dude, like, uh, hearing the, stories about how what he was in L.A. where he was like, like, I mean, he was like what like uh, what Sam Kinison was like in the '80s, where every yeah. like all, the celebrities all went to go see him perform. He literally um, that first album, Harmful Swallowed. I've never. That's the most quotable album. I can quote that from start to finish. Some of the jokes are pretty bad on there now, but most of them are just and like he like he like, I'd like literally. I'd like to listen to it again. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm kind of afraid to. No, I think I'd still love it. I like and I like retaliation. That, that people Kool-Aid give that one man shit. joke was so fucking good. To the one reason he gives like the weird guy uh, candy uh, in the office. Yeah. When the guy flips and yeah. he's like starts shooting everybody, he gets to him. He goes, "Thanks for the candy." Yeah, and that goes, goes away. He had yeah. Great callbacks. Yeah, yeah. The oh Burger my god, King thing was so funny. great, dude. Um, and, but like he was like he was like. Listening to him talk about comedy is the most inspirational thing. Like he's really interesting listening to his idea of comedy yeah. and like, and also the business of comedy. But like he was like, I, he was like I was crushing in Boston, and um, at, but everybody crushed. And he's like I don't like eventually I didn't you know I'm just kind of like this. But you did right. But he's like I wanted to be memorable. Like I wanted to be on stage and start a joke. And I wanted somebody like I wanted to see somebody hit their elbow and be like I love this joke. Like I wanted to be I wanted to be quotable. That's smart. And then I, I it's was like, so stupid where I'm like, I, I want everything to be new all the time. Yeah. And because of that, nothing gets to be A+. Plus. They all just get to be good B-plus jokes. Yeah. So A-plus because you're constantly trying to throw new shit at the wall. And I just listened to another interview with him. And I guess, like, I think his worst special is the one uh, rough around the edges. But I guess he improvised that, that whole special. I saw him while he was working that tour. I was at the one where he's in a circle. That's the a vicious stage. circle. Oh, vicious I circle. saw that too okay. at Allstate. Yeah, I was there. You were there I was yeah. there too. Yeah, really? Right? Yeah. Wow, yeah. we're all at the Allstate. Dude, huh? I just thought about doing comedy at that time. I wasn't and, like, doing comedy yet either. I but I saw him. I I was. 21. You know what's crazy about him? The one thing is that people give him shit about his comedy. 20? But the yeah, one 21. compliment everybody gives him, they're like, they've never seen somebody be able to perform that well. But like, Dude, I, I was there. I was like, I was like on yeah. the yeah. I was on the second tier, and like, okay. like I felt like I was like nose to nose with him. Yeah, man. And he, he did he, a yeah. fucking encore, and I remember, right. remember, remember, they, the, remember the guitar, guitar didn't work. Yeah, it didn't yes. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah, all yeah. the same show. Yeah. Yeah. But what I loved about the encore is everyone was standing up waiting for an encore, which I remember thinking to myself, I don't know if comedy, because this no is the first time either. I'd been to a comedy show. It's the second comedy show I've ever been in my life. The week before, see, I was doing a lot of like, I think I want to do this. Yeah. The week before I did, I went to the improv out in Schaumburg okay. because someone gave me free tickets to like some showcase they had. Yeah. And half the people on that showcase I ended up becoming good friends with. Really? Yeah. Vince Carone was on that showcase. We did our show recently. Oh, funny. Mike yeah. Bryanstein was on that. Me and him run a podcast called Community Sucking Baseball. Yeah. Which, if you're a listener of that, it will be back at the end of the week. We got the holiday and some other stuff got in the way, so sorry for the delay. Anyhow, the um, and then I saw Dan Cook like a week or two later, 
And I remember um, being like, is there going to be an encore? What's going on with this? And all of a sudden you hear his voice, God Mike style. Yeah. You don't, God Mike means you don't see the person, but you hear the voice, the, the right. voice of God. And all of a sudden you hear him just go, you want to hear more? And everyone went <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And then he came out and then he tried to play the guitar, but like the sound quality, there's something going on yeah. where like the amp didn't work. So he just got, like, oh, fuck it. He just and did, did the Kool-Aid Man joke, oh, which right. was on the first yeah, album. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, You're um, just crazy about that. Is in, that. in that circle, you can see the monitors with a set list on it. Do you remember seeing that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Being like, what is that? And yeah, then I'm like, oh, that's his joke. And um, yeah, I, 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 that inspired me to perform. Like, because no, I was like, this is Dude, when I met him, I told him. Really? Not the first time I met him, like the seventh time I met him. Yeah. We were kind of like a little hanging out a little bit. Dude, and I, I was like, dude, I've never told you this. Um, but yeah, I saw you at the All Stay in Chicago before I started doing stand up, and it was just, it was amazing. I was his like, oh, like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. His, um, if you buy his CD, uh, he had a DVD of his half hour special. Yeah, I have that. The harmful sw- swallowed one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's the unedited one. Did you watch the unedited one? It's actually an hour. He was like, they were like, you're going to do 30 minutes. He's like, I'm going to do an hour. And then, and then they just edited it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And. You know, so that hour is almost completely different than his his uh, actual CD. So his first CD that he released was two hours of material, yeah, basically. And then he released uh, uh, Retaliation like two years later. They had like two hours on that, and it's like, and they're all great. But then I think he hit he hit this thing where like that was like his apex because like everybody then would just laugh at him. And I think that happened with Schumer. I think that happened with. Uh, Kevin Hart where it's like you have no barometer of what's good or bad because you're not fighting for respect anymore they already love you they already know your shit so then that's why like I think Harfo's like it's like the UFC circle is not good I don't it's, like circle. No, I get it. it's like boxing and UFC you have yeah. to stay hungry as a fighter yeah you have to stay a little bit hungry as a comedian but everyone's telling you that's so funny and it's, even I know it's stuff yeah. that's what I've realized though that I've thought a lot about this, man. We know people who have County Central hour specials. Yeah. Friends of ours. Yes. We know people we know someone who has an HBO hour special, yeah. right? Yeah. And none of them seem happier to me. No. Not no, one no. of them does. And they're still kind of like, what's next? What's next? What's Which is next? Great. Yeah. And I don't know if that part of it's great. Yeah. I think it is. I don't know. No, no, hear me out. Being happy and hungry are different things. Uh, that's, that's you, you could be hungry and happy at the same time. Yeah. Um, my thing is this is because as comedians we're so, and this is, by the way, this will apply to other fields. If you're not a comedian, you're listening to this, please hear me out on this. No matter what you're striving for, you could work sales at some job and you want to be the top guy or whatever one day or top girl. If you're constantly worried about the end result and worried Mm -hmm. about, it's about the ride. That's what I realized. You have to have fun. The process is what's fun. Saying the joke on stage is fun, yeah. but to me, working the joke out to get it to that point where I know it's going to kill all the time is yeah. more fun. I agree. So if you enjoy that part more, I think you're always going to be good, yeah. and things will always eventually – and you're, you'll always stay hungry too yeah. because if you're in love with the process – I've heard songwriters say this. They go, I love writing songs. Yeah. That's my thing. Okay. They go, I just want to keep writing songs because yeah. I believe the perfect song is out there, and I haven't written it yet, yeah. and I haven't heard it yet, so I got to keep going. And But if your whole thing is, all right, I did this, if you're just checking shit off a list – Going like I got my HBO check. Right. I got my Comedy Central check. Right. I got my my this check. I think that's the a recipe for always being like miserable. Yeah. Because you're constantly looking for. You're never in the moment. Right. You're never like in truly enjoying what's happening in front of you. You're always like, okay, what can I do next? What can I do yeah. next? What, which is where I like envy like someone like my wife, where I'm like, oh, you have your nursing degree. Yeah. You're a nurse. Nobody yeah. can take that away from you. Right. As a comedian, we have to keep going. Oh, you're keep never done. Going. Yeah, you're yeah, never yeah. done. Yeah. When do we get to put our head down? You yeah. Know? I was so like. I was so booked up the last two months and uh, that I forgot that, like, oh, you have to keep pushing this 
thing. And then so I have like I don't have a lot of bookings this month because I forgot to just. I've that's had the, that. yeah, that's the thing with like I always try to explain this to like girlfriends who are trying to understand what it is to be a comedian. Where it's, it's hard like, to date a comedian. Yeah, it's really hard. Um, but I think it's also like hard because like. <clears throat> You know, I think think of this your career as uh, this big boulder, but it's on a it's on a flat plane. Yes. Right. So you got it takes a while to get that thing moving, right? But once you get moving, you got to keep pushing because if you stop pushing, it stops and you're back at square one. So you constantly have to keep like got to do this, got to do that. And now, especially with social, because of Dane Cook, like with social media and all this, we have to now we have to have a. We have Is it because of him or because he, he was the first one? He well, was the first one that was smart enough to use it. Right, when everyone's giving he shit about first, it. Someone else would. Yeah, people someone else would have, yeah. but yeah. But he, I mean, he like. Yeah, because he took the power. Yeah. That's what's great about social media is you take the power back. He's like, you're not going to give it to me? I'll make you give it to me later he's, then. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. I have the following. I have the fan base. Right. So that way when he was getting meetings, like, yeah. we'll offer you this much. He's like, no, 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 no. No. These million people say you're going to offer me this I, fucking I'm, much. I was on my school committee uh, who in, in college to like book comedians and we were like this is right when dane cook was started that was before that the special we went to when i i've i like just randomly bought his cd and i'm like who's this guy and i listened to it, i'm like oh my god this is so funny i would always i'm one of those guys that was like we'd listen to it at work all the time I'm whenever we're in a car i'd show people it and then they would buy it and like it was like this weird like look what we're building we're building this guy it's so cool and um he 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 said before he was just like middling on the road and like basically sitting in his underwear playing video games all day and he was watching this special this this um documentary and it was about this punk band that was like handing out flyers at like some some square and uh one of the guys was like oh okay well so your name is this but like you don't have any dates on here and then they said well we don't have dates yet we just want people to know who we are when we do and that's when dane was like i'm gonna use that with social media and he would like he used Na- like Napster. He'd put his clips on Napster. Yeah, and I heard then he would he would cut up his uh, jokes, you know, make them like two, three yeah. minute long jokes. I remember his old his old website. And yeah, at the end of them, he'd say DanCook.com, yeah, DanCook.net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was. He learned how to like do. He learned. He's like he's like he's like the original like D- DIY. The media. famous story was that he had a meeting with someone and they weren't buying it, and he's like, with the AOL. Do thing? you have uh, yeah? Do you have yeah. AOL and some messengers? Like, yeah. He goes, okay, I just you know he logged in and then he went. Five, yeah. four, three, two, and because yeah, when you get a when you get an instant message, yeah. a, a box came yeah, up. Yeah. It was like its own window. It's yeah, it, he, so funny how he crashed is. the guy's computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the guy was like, Shit, "Who are you? You don't have a TV show." Yeah, I mean, he he hosted SNL without ever being in a movie or TV, other than Simon Says, which is on a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, did insane. he host SNL before he did? Um, Good luck, chalk, and yeah, the yeah, month. that was like all that, wow. and then all, then he just made some bad uh, decisions in movies. And I actually like, I hated all those movies. I did like uh, my best friend's girlfriend, my best friend's girl. I heard that was good. That's actually heard, good. Heard and and wasn't he good in the Mr. Brooks movie? I heard he was. He was, he a, wasn't, he, he wasn't he, comedy. Yeah, he's not bad. He's in a new movie, American Exit, that uh, I heard is pretty good. But I also only heard from his. Well, Instagram. back to the oh, hating of him, real quick. <laughs> I just thought, like, look, if he's not your brand of comedy, that's fine. I thought he was funny. Uh, you know, I, I, some of the later stuff I wasn't that into. I liked his uh, little comeback one where he was at the Laugh Factory. I love that one. That, that was great, great because the first, he the showed first a sense of humor. terrible, but like when he starts talking about his dead parents, it's yes, great. he had yeah. a sense of humor about himself, about the internet hate he got, yeah. his mother, you know, it was yeah. fun. It was not, he was more honest in that one. But I, I just have a lot of respect for that guy because, and I think a lot of the hate was a backlash to the fact that 
com- stand-up comedy was never cool to college kids before him. Right. Comics would do college shows, but right. they talked about them as being like, look at your fucking college. Like, well, that's not to say he, he demanded $100,000. He was getting 100000 a show. Yeah. Fuck, God. But he, yeah, he was filthy fucking rich. Still is. I've got friends yeah. who knew him where they were like, oh, yeah, he's got a big house up Even in the hills. Even though his brother took $10 million. That was crazy. Yes. Yeah, I know. It was just you know, he had a yeah, it was a bad year. He had, mm-hmm. You know, which this is a nice little segment of what we gotta talk about. Yeah, uh, his dad and mom both died within like a year, and his brother Cancer. embezzled all of this money. From Ten million dollars, and then and then the whole world turned on him. And then and, the, his and everybody, yeah, he kept the yeah, strong, not really strong. Yeah, people liked him. Like, no, fuck you, I like him. And then they're like, oh, you gotta been, respect he's been acting that weird lately. It's like, yeah, how could you not with all that some shit? shit publicly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just have a lot of respect for how he. You know, we built his um, following up. You and, know? He, and like, I, I think he's one of those guys who's just like, um, he's not never going to be a great artist, but he's an incredible. Pr- like, you're never going to be like, he's an entertainer. But at the and end he of the day, he's just happy about doing stand up. I'd rather be considered a great entertainer than a great artist. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not looking for I, art. Calling you. Call, I, I always do. I used to fight with people going like, I'm not a comedian. I'm an I'm not an artist. I'm a comedian. Yeah. The way John Cruck famously said, I'm not a athlete i'm a baseball player oh because the reason i do that and i still don't even like referring to stand look obviously stand-up comedy is an art form yes i don't like referring to it that because it take it, it sounds too serious yeah it's like we're all taking ourselves too serious i remember there was a show poster once saying like featuring the funniest and smartest comedians in chicago and i'm like that is such Get a comedy thing yeah, yeah no audience member gives a fuck if the comic's smart right they care if he's he or she is funny yeah are you funny are you gonna make me laugh that's what I give a fuck about. Right. But comics all this built-in insecurity yeah. of like, oh, we may be telling jokes, but we're trying to ch- – it's yeah. just like, fuck off. You know what's funny? And the like, Trump shit has made it worse where yeah. everyone, everyone's a political comedian now. Yeah. People who never talk politics are now using most of their Twitter time shitting on on Trump, which is like, I get it. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be shit on, but it's like, it's boring. It's fucking well, boring. I think the problem, too, I talked about this on Blake's podcast where I think it's like, you know, I don't. I personally don't like this the new attitude of the new – the New York comedians. I'm not um, crazy about I don't know if I was like that. That's the thing. Like, I think we all maybe were. Are like we getting that old? That's and that's yeah. what they accuse us of. Oh, you guys are just old. Get off well, my lawn. It, I'm like, no, the, no, no, not really. The problem is to me, it's like, oh, the crowd just didn't understand me. It's like, no, it, improv. You, that's one of the reasons I walked away from improv because it was never like, hey, we're not doing good right now. Like the team I was on, it is always they'd always be like they just don't understand our art form or they, they don't get the what we're doing. It's like, no, no, no. Wait. That was the that was the thing about. I took classes from Cook County Social Club, like, oh, and sweet. it changed my fucking idea on comedy, and like, and they were like, nobody's walking out of the show being like that improv form was incredible, but I didn't laugh at all. They were gonna be like, that was just a bad show. Yeah. So like, just be funny. And the thing is, is like, you can you can still be you have I to think be honest. You can be an artist, but still be funny. I hate when people are like, oh, you're just not into that shit. I'm like, no, you, you can talk about anything you want. Prescott told me that once when I first moved here. And he was just like, you only get two. Prescott Tolk, everyone Prescott very, Tolk, funny very funny, very funny writer comedian. too. But he was just like, uh, you only get two. Like, I guess that wasn't funnies in your set, right? Yeah. Where you're like, ah, oh, maybe the joke's not there, you know? Sure. Oh, maybe, whatever. You get two after two. It's like it's it's you. Yes. Like you're not funny. I would it's agree not with your that. Material, it's I, you then. I, I think there's a new. And I don't like. I, I'm going to dismiss anyone right away who's going to think that Jonah and I are just are, we're older and we're like fucking being those get off my lawn guys. Like when I bitch about the NBA, sometimes people are like, "Oh, you fucking just you're a hater." I'm like, "No, I'm not a hater." And I, I'll complain about new music. You love new music right now. I I look at it this way: everything in your mind could go in a wave in a sense that music right now to me, I don't think 2018, 2019 is not over yet. I don't think 2018 was that great a year for music personally. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't think 2019 is going to be amazing. Every decade's different. Right. Like, nobody could deny the 60s was a great decade for music. Right. 70s was okay. 
first half of the 80s was good second half was kind of shit yeah 90s first half was strong second half was strong and to, you know everything goes in a wave mm-hmm. i don't think music's great right now but i think television's the best it's ever been yeah so how could you call me some fucking old man saying get like with that mentality i look at a lot of things i see today and right now it's it's this 2018 2019 2017 filter of yeah of course man just pour away of finish it off of like God, they just spilled a half of it. Uh, coddling. I don't know. It's like a coddling, but you know what I mean. It's almost like this safety. It feels like to me. Why did you get into comedy? Did you get into comedy to make friends? Right. It's, it almost feels like their parents sent them to day camp. <laughs> yeah, I know. Go I to know. open mics, and make friends, Tommy. Right. Like, you know, it feels like that kind of weird thing yeah. where, and it's, it's there's no real world element to it. Yeah. Where it used to be, oh that yeah, that he told you to fuck off. What'd you do? Yeah. Instead of what's wrong with that person that told right. me to fuck off it used, right. to be, used to be both though yeah. you're supposed to look at both ways right. I've, I remember me and Marty Doros who's been on the podcast a few times one of my best friends in the world love that guy take a bullet for him we've had moments in which we've been at each other yeah. and then later it's like ah, I shouldn't have done this I shouldn't have done that well, yeah. dude, I, I overreacted more than you at each other's throats. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. but nowadays I kind of feel like whoever's the more aggressive one is automatically wrong Yeah, which I think is fucking just shit right. um, there's a lot of like don't even talk to the other side. If you disagree with me, I don't want to talk to you. Right. Which is weird. That's so stupid. It's very stupid. I gotta, yeah, we, how are you going to like, can, how are you going to convince someone to, to, not like you want someone to think like you, but how are you going to like convey your thoughts of yeah. how you think things should be? Yeah. I've been stubborn about things and then I've heard someone else's point and been like, yeah, maybe I'm looking at this in the wrong way. Right. Yeah. Because I listen to them. Right. And that's okay. You can be, that's the thing is nobody wants to be wrong anymore. Because like, oh really? But on on Facebook, I got fifty likes with this. Yes. It's like that doesn't mean you're right. That just means your friends are being supportive, basically. You know, so it's like, I don't know. It's, I think it's getting too opinionated, and I I think people just aren't. People I think are just masking their insecurities with like boasting about how great they are. Yeah. And the thing is, is like for me, it's like I never think I'm a good comedian, and I, I never think my jokes are where I want them to be. Uh, but it strives me to be better but and better. I, that's great, and that works for you. But I definitely think you should. You could. Need, you need a little bit of a touch of. Don't you doubt yourself a lot? Yeah, I just hate Not my. I hate my comedy. Don't hate your comedy I know, though. I know, but, but I love doing my but, comedy. That's the well, thing. Well, that's great. Yeah, but yeah You know yeah, what yeah. I love about you? Um, and we're gonna end talking about some shit. Some some darker shit oh, yeah. that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, it was just a we fun got story. we got to get another ten minutes or so of, to get this through. I don't want to rush it too much, mm. but uh, I always I'm not felt in a like hurry. I I was talking to um, someone the other day about you because uh, you know Memorial Day was yesterday. Yeah, and I said I think Jonah's having people over. He's having a bro barbecue. Yeah, yeah. And you always talk about I'm a bro. Yeah, yeah. You're a bro, and yeah. like a lot of people make fun of bros. Like, oh, yeah. fucking, he's a high five and bro. He yeah. weight, weight lifts. He tans every day. <laughs> yeah, that's what you say. You know, just the right amount of protein. Yeah, just right. Yeah. And you made do you you or, did you order special like light up letters that say barbecue? I did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the picture you posted. I like it being looks ridiculous. Amazing. I think it's. I think it's the idea of being ridiculous is like my favorite. Uh, sorry, I dropped that. Uh, I I like I like being ridiculous enough where people make fun of me. That's like well, one of my I favorite things. I just feel things. like it's tongue in cheek. Yeah. It I is. saw that and thought that's awesome. Yeah. Some people would say that and be like, "Ooh, that's that's ammunition to make fun of him." Yeah. Look at this fucking bro. He actually got something that said barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. It's like, no, you're a fucking moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Because to me, that's a fun person. I'm a very self-aware that owns person. Into, yeah, that yeah, owns yeah. up to, like... So because of that, I feel like you got to know. You'd be like, no, I'm fucking funny. Yeah. I'm funny. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm, I'm finally shit. getting that confidence in me. Because, like... You got to have your dick in the room before you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's from uh, Moneyball. Well, I just... He says the guy, uh, he's one of those dudes, his dick's been in the room three minutes before he's walked in. Yeah. I just always want to be better. And that's, like, one of the reasons that's why I joined... 
CYSK because like I want to be surrounded by you guys and I don't want to be the weak link. I gotta get out of this, right? Mm, yeah. So I knew it was trying. It was I would strive to get better. That's what made Community Show such a great show when it started. Is that none of us wanted to. Everyone wanted out. It's like this friendly competition. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody, I think, I think that's what's rooting missed. against each other. But right. you could tell everyone's like, ooh, so yeah. and so just. Oh, I'll bury you for that. Set. I love like you know. Here's, here's my shit. It's I love talking to like comedians. That's I, what's missing in comedy right now. Is the burying thing. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say that. There's a little bit. It's of too supportive. Like it's, it's too, too supportive. supportive. And it's okay. You can There's, be bad. We all needs, were bad. That's fine to be bad, but there needs to be a little bit more rock star in it. And right. I feel like the, some of the rock stars falling away. Yeah. Like James and I, we've talked about how the, there's so many good specials out there that could have been great, but there was no closer. Yeah. The closer was something that was something that yeah. was cool. Yeah. G- give Dan Cook credit. He knew how to close a show. Oh, dude, he's amazing. You know, there were yeah, some yeah. comics that you just, you could feel it. You yeah. knew. You could feel the audience around you. You could yeah. hear the laughter. It was like building up. Boom, boom, yeah, yeah. boom, boom. And you just like, on the next line, he's going to say thank you. Good night. Yeah. The next line, he's going to say thank you. Then he hits that last line. Everyone's going insane. And while they're going insane, he goes, all right, I've been Jonah Jerkins. Thank yeah. you. Good night, everybody. And it's like, like yeah. that fucking craziness, get on your fucking feet moment, I feel is kind of gone away. Yeah. I would say like, that's the thing too. Like I, one co- uh, compliment I'll give myself is like, my my bits are done when they're done. Like, yeah. you know when it's done. Like it's 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 complete, and uh, I always have an out. Like I, I, I button, I put a button on everything. You right? should. A button's big. Yeah. So we were talking about Dane Cook briefly with the whole his family and all that stuff. Now you were on the St. Patrick's Day episode of the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Now I'm bringing this up because I found it very funny because it was such a dark subject matter. Yeah. Uh, I have the clip. I'm not gonna play it now, obviously, but I'll I'll post it everybody. So check out us on social media, Kellyanne's Pub on Instagram, myself on my Instagram, and uh, it's. The, I cut it in a way where it's really funny because me and Joe Fernandez are sitting next to each other on the one part. There was yeah. four of us around Mike. Yeah, you, Nolan Rafferty, uh, uh, no. owner of Galway Bay Pub, who's no been on like he's like on episode like seven or eight. He was on one of the early episodes. Uh, me and Fernandez, and I'm like fucking with Fernandez. I'm like kind of like pushing him, being real like silly, like yeah. knocking him around, you know. And he's like, ah, you know, quit, you know, messing up my hair or whatever. And then you, Nolan, turns up and goes, "Hey, <laughs> shut up! His fucking dad died." Of heroin, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry, your dad died." Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, his dad. My my dad's alive. My dad's here. Where's yeah, my he's dad?" Like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. "My dad's right over there." Like, yeah. and then you're starting to talk about your dad dying of heroin, and oh. while you are, I'm like, "Oh, that's fucking terrible." And I take <laughs> out my phone. phone and I start like looking at shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And then it cuts back to Nolan, who's also now on his phone, and, and I'm you're like pouring drunk. your fucking heart out. Yeah, yeah. And like, well, what it was was this and this and this. I'm like, oh yeah, fucking that's great. Like, none of us are paying attention. <laughs> I just like how it starts with Nolan going, "Hey, shut up!" Yeah, his dad died, and then he's like, "Hey, I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a notification." Text right <laughs> so I deliver some shit. We're gonna talk about that now. So it's, this is, you know, <laughs> at bars you gotta get heavy sometimes with yeah. the boys. It's not gonna be sad. It, I mean, it'll, it'll be funny if you so, want to. So yeah, yeah, it's man, such an in- ridiculous. Just give us, a, a, tell everyone what happened. Your dad, your your dad died a while ago. Your mom unfortunately died what the year ago now, or a little less than um, a year ago. I don't even know. Yeah. About yeah, yeah, close yeah. To it, about right? a, about a year and a half after my dad did. Yeah, and and now you're going through some. Anyway, I'll you've got the floor. Go ahead. Uh, well, yeah. It's, it's uh, so my dad. Well, first, my stepdad died. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like I didn't realize was like a big kind of fatherly influence for me. Sure, yeah. And uh, I now, random. I was doing a show with Zanies, and randomly, my old my ex step cousin was there, and she was like, "Bob, my stepdad." He's like, he's, "Your ex step cousin." Because my mom and you dad, could definitely fuck her if you wanted to. <laughs> I think that's. I would. I, I don't want to say that. You would like, feel weird watching that porn. You know what no, I mean? No, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, we did that night, but it was fun. Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, while while there, we were still stuff. Okay, this is getting bad now. Um, yeah, he had leukemia, so he like she's like he's not doing good. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Sucks, and then he passed. and went to the funeral. You can't fuck him then. Don't fuck him then. 
the dead body? Don't don't have sex with someone who's dying of like from now on, or like is it okay if I already did? If you already did, well, if I already did, it's fine. But like as in this moment right now, stop fucking your okay. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Cool. Okay. Um, and then my dad's been like, dude, my dad's been on heroin since I. My dad was uh, uh like fifty years in. You talked about being a little kid. This was kind of um yeah. I want people to subscribe to the Patreon, but I'll give this part away. On yeah. that podcast, you talked about how when you were a little kid, your mom walked in on you pretending to do heroin. That was my mom's rock bottom hit. Yeah. yeah you we were we like, left the next day, I think. Yeah, you were like four years old or something? No, I was like two. You were two, and you two. were like tapping I your I was veins. like pretending to like tie off. And, and your yeah, mom yeah, my mom in walked in. in. She's like, I get the fuck out of here. Well, and my dad great. was like, that's my boy. No, I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my son right there. Um, You're doing it wrong, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used, to, used to do that on. Uh, do they have like a My Little Heroin set for, uh, <laughs> for tykes? That's that? so funny. It's... That's a sketch right there. <laughs> my, my heroin, my heroin, my heroin in me. <laughs> um, yeah. So then we lived in Texas at the time. So then we went to back to Wisconsin, and my mom, my mom got clean, and uh, and he like struggles. Like he's always been. And that's the thing too. Is like with your dad, like people. Uh, for me, it was like, I'm never going to change him. He's not going to change. So I'll just accept him for what he is, right? Yeah. So it was one of those things. So then, you know, he kind of disappeared from my life. He was on the run for a little bit. He went to jail a bunch. Uh, my first time visit, seeing For anything my, cool? Did he go to jail for anything cool or was just stealing? No, it was just like drugs. All right. I guess he was stealing or Give something. Give me a heist. I know. You I know? always wanted to be a con artist. My friend Mo Welch, uh, she, her dad was in jail. And it was just for like stealing TVs. It's like, oh, boring. It's boring. Come on. It was something fun. Yeah. She did talk about how um, she talked about her dad being in Joliet State Prison as if it was like someone said, mentioned it once. She's like, my dad went there. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It was yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was the University of Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your dad went to Joliet State Prison. So did my dad. Oh, my God. What class? Like, you know. My dad, my dad was like, uh, uh, he went to Latuna in Texas, which is like right on the border. And, and he, was like, he was like a. The minority there Ooh, I so bet, man. i guess I, I talked to like friends of his and i, he I was guess the he, gringo. he used to get like his shoes stolen all the time and and then my dad just got jacked in in a high in high school in uh in jail and he started doing hair he started doing steroids and uh he did steroids in prison yeah isn't yeah, it yeah, weird yeah. that you could get jacked up in prison yeah yeah i understand people playing you, you gotta let him exercise it's humane Real of course mustache let them play basketball you want to work on your jump shot in the joint? Fine yeah. by me. But Dude, if you're so, sculpting your guns, doing yeah. bench and incline, that yeah. seems like you're, they're, you're making these people more power machines. You know, if I'm a guy who's like strong arm robbery, right. I come out fucking 20 pounds more pumped right. up. Dude, I'm going to go right back to work. I know. You know what right? I mean? Like, come on. Try to stop me now. Dude, got a, so got like, a gun here and a fucking gun here. So it was like four, I was like 14. And then uh, I, I would talk to my dad every now and again on, on oh, you know, so funny is that like, he sent me a video once, and I guess these, the prisoners could do this. They would like read a book to their kids, like a like oh, and then the next page is this. But so he would do that. That is I'm, the most white trash thing I've ever heard. I'm I sorry. Know, I know, no, I know. I'm sorry. I'm in my, I'm in my like, you know, I'm almost, I'm almost in my teens, and he's like sending me this, but he like would do this, and he's like, by the way, you should. He always give me advice. I'm like, don't give me advice while you're wearing a prison suit <laughs> or suit. Well, well, a jumper. To be fair, yeah. They Tell me say, what not to do. They always said Michael Jordan would have been a terrible NBA coach because he's so great. Yeah. He can't tell. He would be like, just dunk over the people. You right. know what I mean? Like he, yeah. You, yeah. The people who are the best coaches are the ones who fucked up. Yeah. Like, but he'd always give me like advice. Like, oh, that's what I did. Like, don't give me advice oh. by things that you're proud of. Oh, I got Because gotcha. you're in jail. Um, so, like, he got in jail. And then uh, my mom, we decided to go down there and, like, kind of like, you should meet your dad, whatever. And, uh, uh, 
the funny thing is we're on he was on speakerphone the night before and then he's like yeah i'm excited my mom was like you excited he's like yeah as long as he's not fat or have short hair and i was a fat kid with a flat top at the time and uh so instantly what do you it, care about short hair i was like you're i'm, visi- your I'm visiting you in jail and you made me feel bad i was like oh my God. <laughs> you're you're a genius <laughs> like i'm embarrassed to see you in jail like i'm embarrassed you know and he got put in the the hole like, for calling you fat? No, yeah, for calling me, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Almost, you almost got me on that one. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the day before, because he was like, he was getting released like soon, and they went in his locker and they found uh, a photo of like the like of like the whole prison of outside. So they were like, "Are you trying to escape?" And they so they put him in the hole for the rest of his time. Oh my god! Yeah, but he was like, "No, I was just like." Send, I wanted to send a photo of it to my dad. So, so that's how I'm about He's such an idiot. So he was trying to escape, though. He only had like a couple weeks left. There's no why way. The fu- why did he I have think, a photo I think of he it? just legitimately. The thing is, is like his, did he take his the picture dad himself? was always. How did he get filmed in there? I know. I how did he know. get developed? I don't know. What the fuck are we Dude, doing in our prisons, man? He, he like he straight he straight up like we were like let's have a talk and we like talked and he straight up handed me a watch and I still to this day don't know where he was hiding that watch. This well, was up his asshole. Yeah. This is where I'm very conservative. He came out. With he our came out. He system. was in. He was his his prison outfit or whatever. It was like <laughs> his all red and he was like he was all chained up. So my yeah. first hug from my dad was with him, him with chains on. Did he put the? Oh man, I just fucked up. They brought the mic into me. Yeah, yeah, he did that. He me and then he hugged my mom and my mom told me later that like he hugged her and then he pinched her tit really yeah 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 and like gave her a little Smooth wink criminal dude my dad was like dude like he was like caught he was like a little player in the 70s and 80s it's Sounds insane like it, man. yeah yeah and like, i like the idea of you being like i'll never forget that warm embrace of cold steel on the back of my neck from my father <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry dude no 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 this, okay. no see that's the thing is like you have to laugh about you have to it. you yes, have to it's right you have to right. or else it's sad no for sure man yeah, yeah i, I just i always looked that's at him i looked at him as like a fucking silly this guy's just a silly guy right like he used to tell me like these dirty like and then so then we kind of like had a falling out for a little bit and then he moved back to wisconsin to work for the family business and i went up there once to visit what's the family business uh, uh car washes okay my cool. family owns Oxford's car great wash. for money laundering go ahead yes uh actually that is an octopus car wash in in breaking bad i know a1 yeah i'm telling breaking your bad. listeners yeah, yeah i love breaking bad uh yeah i know and then they were like oh yeah they tape here i'm like you're not gonna give me even a fucking extra job on that like it should be in your contract. You Wait, they put taped my in Wisconsin? In. They taped, no, in Albuquerque. Oh, in Albuquerque. There's oh, Octopus yeah. Car Washes in Albuquerque. Oh, that's the family business? That's, yeah, that's actually an Octopus Car Wash. That's my family's car wash. What's it called? What car wash? Uh, uh, octopus Car Wash. They, octopus. They oh, just okay. sold them all. Um, but so you got you got that octopus money coming in? What's going on? Uh, well, that's later on Could the story. Could you loan me some money? I got to make an investment. Yeah. And we'll talk after the podcast. Investment in what? In Joe Kilgallen Inc. New jackets to wear on stage? Stop wearing jackets on stage. I'm pretty good with these jackets, man. You wear a, yeah, I saw you wear a parka once on stage. I've worn several parkas. It's two, so two different parkas. What are you doing? So looks cool, dude. So then, so then I visit him in Madison. I'm like 20. You know, I'm like, all right, maybe I'll, I'll get my dad back in my life. Um, like this, this is what a piece of shit he is. Is like when I graduated high school, he uh, he didn't he, he didn't go to my graduation, and I went to alternative school for six months. Like I almost did not graduate because I just I hated going to school. And I just would, I loved working, so I would just go work. I'd like literally call in sick to school and or just go, not show up and, and go, go work, work at, Best Buy, at Best oh, Buy. Best Buy? Yeah, yeah. And they would like, they, they illegally figured out a way to get me the hours because uh, oh, wow. it was, yeah, it was crazy. And like, so he, um, so That's I, where the so DVD it's like a big collection started, huh? Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, full circle. I know. And then, so it was like a big deal that I actually graduated, right? So then he didn't show up. Uh, he showed up late and he just handed me $1,000 in cash and left. He's like, I'm proud of you. Here you go. All hundreds. I'm like, Sweet. Jesus Christ. I know, which is kind of cool, but it's like, he could have been there. 
Yeah. And uh, uh, so then we go. So cut to I'm 20. I'm visiting my dad, and uh, he's still struggling. And uh, we're in Madison, and he opens the door. He goes, "Go up there." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Go upstairs there." I'm like, "What's what is this?" He goes, "Just go up. Just go up and look, and come back down and tell me what you see." I'm like, "What is this?" And he's like, "This is a like a whorehouse." He's he like, was running here a all brothel. The time. No, no, he just he would, oh. he would frequent there, I guess. So uh, he so he's like, "Go up." And I'm like, "I'm not gonna go up there." So serious. And you then, didn't you didn't partake? No, but he's like, my dad literally offered to buy me a prostitute once. Were you single at the time? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. If you were single, would you? Hook no, up? because that's how he said. He goes, um, he got cancer for a little bit, and I was in Phoenix taking care of him. Yeah. And uh, first I show up, and he got kicked out of a, a hotel. So he's in this hotel. It's kind of like a like a almost like a squatting hotel feels like. Ah. And I show like up, and there's a men huge only? big screen TV. Uh, clearly just bought with all these surround sound stuff. I'm like, what is this? And he's just like, oh, it's a 3D TV. I want to see what it looks like. I'm like, you don't live here. And he's like, I'm going to return it. And then I looked at the receipt. I'm like, your return date was like 50, you had, 15 days ago was the last day you had to do it. And he's like, well, I guess I ate that. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And then like, so I have to visit. I stay with him this whole week, right? I have my little corner and it's like, I'm with a drug addict, right? I'm like, he was like, Straight up doing like horse tranquilizers and falling asleep, dude. He he had to get his epiglass taken out because he had throat cancer. Oh man. Yeah. So he had a feeding tube, right? So he would he would like he had to feed himself, right? Oh jeez. And then sucks, but he's like, I want to fucking eat. So he he would eat. He had pizza and he like figured out a way to like shift his like throat just right so he could swallow it. But the problem is it, he could it could go down the wrong tube and he could literally die, right? But pizza. But good, he's man. just like I'm gonna Pizza's do it. Really good. Dude, one time. He was like, he was, uh, luckily he was like, here's my, I had friends in Phoenix. So every night I'd just go out and he was nice. He was like, here, take my card. It's all on me. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, don't, don't tell me that. And dude, so one time he, he like, he, I found all his, like his syringes and shit. So I'm like, I know you're fucking whatever. So he's like clearly fucked up and we're like sitting there watching the TV and he falls asleep while feeding himself in this tube and he, and he wakes up because it starts squirting. Ugh. Everywhere, Ugh. so he's like, huh, 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 and it's squirting fucking everywhere. And he finally closes it up. It's just a stomach bile coming out, right? Oh, gross. Yeah, and then so he like mops it up with these towels. He just leaves on the side. I had to live like this for like a week, and like it wasn't like I went. I took him to the. I took him to the um to the doctor, and my dad brought his computer and he's like researching. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I need to have a conversation with the doctor, and he goes. The doctor shows up and he's just like, I need more pills, like painkillers. And the doctor like looks at me, like kind of like what's going on, and looks at him and is like, "Jeff, I already gave you, I gave you more than I I was supposed to, anyways." And then he like literally researches and was like, "Well, well, I heard that blah 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 blah." And he like shows him the stuff, and he's like, "Jeff, like," and he goes, "Listen, like you know my past, you know my past history. I I have to take a higher dosage." Uh, and then he's like, and then he's also he's like, "Well, I'm starting eating." He's like, "You're eating." And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you, we have to, you can't. And he's like, well, I'm going to eat. And he's like, and the doctor's like, I don't even know how you figured out how to eat. That's, you know what? He's like, I've never, he's even, I've never even heard this. And he looks at me, he looks at me and he looks at him and he's like, all right, I'll give, I'll fill, I'll fill you up one more time. I saw my dad convince a, a, a drug seeking person, convince a doctor. Do you ever just think to yourself, man, if he could have used those powers for good. I know. He's very he was one of the most charming guys. Charming dude. Like you he said, a player so, back in the day. Dude, he was so like. I Drug mean, addicts have that ability. Though, yeah, too, he's a manipulator. You know? Dude, so 
So then I'm like, I find out my friends are in Las Vegas. You never answered the question if you would have uh, hooked up with a uh, prostitute if you were single. Well, here's the story. All right. So, oh, sorry. So Lovely. I find out I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm like, I found my friends in Las Vegas for like a bachelor party. I'm like, I'm gonna, I need to get fucking out of here. I'm going there. So then um, my dad paid my flight home, but then I basically added the flights to Las Vegas. He's so fucked up, he never would realize it. Sure. But then uh, uh, I, I was joking, like, let's go to Vegas. And he's like, yeah, I'll go to Vegas. I'm like, I'm not fucking taking you to Vegas. And he's like, I know a girl there that used to take care of me all the time. I'll make sure she takes care of you. So he's like, I fucked this prostitute that you should fuck. Oh, you're going to be Eskimo brother yeah, with yeah, your yeah. dad? Oh, and then he was, he was telling me that up. he always like wanted, he always wished he could do heroin with his kid. Like he's some really? fucked up shit. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. Or no, I'm sorry, acid. He always wanted to do acid with his son. Well, this Lifetime movie just went to shit. Dude, so then, so then I, so his dealer was like in, in Albuquerque, right? So he, after I left, like nobody was going out with the, nobody, he, nobody could put up with him, right? So then he decides to go to Albuquerque and not tell anybody. So what he does is he hires a homeless couple to watch over his room while he's gone. He comes back. They stole everything, even a car, even the, the rent a car he had. So he had to buy a rent a car. You would have thought they would have been trustworthy. So then he gets another rent a car and he loses that rent a car. So then he basically, he doesn't get insurance or anything. So he has basically buy two cars. And then he and eventually, and then that's the thing with him is like he never went. This is how my dad was. We were like Jeff's never gonna die, right? Because he he has epiglottis taken out, he had cancer, and he never went back to. He had that car wash money. Yeah, but he never went back to. At that time, he wasn't really making any money. But I mean, he had money because his parents his parents was just like my mom told me that he used to like call his parents and be like, "I need money for this business thing. I need a hundred thousand dollars." That's my fear as a dad. And that he's I'll like, just I'm, say yes to anything. I know I it was so really much. sad. It, that part was really sad. Is watching that. You just love your kids so much. You're just yeah. like whatever you want, right? You know? And then like, he's like, "I'm not using mom. I'm not. I'm not." While he has a fucking needle in his arm. Oh, yeah. But yeah. My mom would tell me stories about that because like they they were really well off like in the '80s and he just blew all that fucking money. Um. So then he like, kind of like like basically lived on the street for a while. So uh, uh, so then so he loses all his cars. Um, nobody goes out to whatever. He just like never went uh, went to his, his checkups, whatever, and just didn't have cancer anymore. Like just didn't. He's one of those guys. He's every single year he would get in a major accident, and it was like Joni, you're gonna lose your dad. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, like, well, well, not cool. But right? eventually, he's like, he I just, think he meant like you're gonna. Process well, eventually, it, you're yeah. just like, okay. So like he like he got in this car accident. He shattered his sternum. Ooh. So he had to have muscle taken from his like arm to be to be filled up there. I mean, by the time my dad died, he looked like a like a really bad ET. Like his body, it was oh, bad, man. and he used to be this like jacked steroids guy. Just because it just it's always depressing about people who abuse drugs forever. The lead singer of Allison Chains, whose name eludes me right Lane now, Lane Staley. Thank you. Uh, I read stories about him at the end. There's a story about like one of like. The one basis was like visiting when they got into a fight. He's leaving, and Lane Staley was like, "Come on, man, don't leave it like this," it, because Lane knew it was like it was at the end. Yeah, and it wasn't like a suicide; it wasn't an overdose. It was just body deteriorated. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. from just way too many drugs for yeah. way too long a period of time. Yeah, no self care at all. Yeah, it's brutal. And they they, they still this, think they look great. They said while he this is what the saddest, my dad's teeth would just fall out. Of his Mitch mouth. Hedberg had this too. Yeah. Everyone all time great comedian Mitch Hedberg, where people who knew him were like the last few months of his life. His body, he just smelled. Really? He'd get out of the shower and he smelled. Oh, my God. That's sad. Because his body was just deteriorating. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Where it's like, dude, you just, I just saw you get out of the shower. Dude. You, there's soap in there. What, I know. Why do you still, you smell like decay. It's, it's disgusting. horrible, man. And yeah. like, uh, I mean, this is part of things. And then like, he ends up buying this Russian girl <laughs> online, which I talk about on stage. Your but step-mom? like, Yeah, my Russian stepmom, Irina. So we're all like, don't. And he's just like. <laughs> He's like, oh no, she. I mean, he would. He used to have like, he would print out these 
photos of all these girls. Real in, quick, in, did you end up uh, having sex with the Vegas chick or no? No, I did not. Yeah, it's a good move. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't go with my. I didn't go to Las Vegas with my dad with uh while he's uh, at the bar like feeding his tube. <laughs> like, ask, hey, what's up? Ask me if I'd have sex with a prostitute. Would you? No, I'm hot as fuck. I don't pay for shit. Okay, cool. All right, go ahead. All right, what somebody? What if somebody? What if like a person was like, I'll pay you to have sex. They pay while me? you're married. While I'm, not while I'm married. Okay. Never while I'm married. But what if it's like, hey, this is enough money for your kid to go to school? I'll talk to my wife. So this is like a reverse indecent proposal. They'd give me if if some woman was like, here's a couple mil. Yeah. Stick it in me. Yeah, I'd have to talk to okay. the lady. Is the story not interesting? Is that why you asked me that question? No, the okay. story's super bad. interesting. Okay, I feel bad. Okay, cool. But I just thought it'd be funny to. I don't think I would ever have a sex with a prostitute. I, to, I don't think I, I could to, do it. I wanted to pepper in a little bit more. Yeah, I don't show. think I could do it. You were doing a good job of making it funny along the way. Okay, cool. It makes me stupid. Now that I'm a dad, now that I'm a parent, now that I'm a dad, I've been a dad for a while now. Yeah. But I have a two year old and a one month old. Yeah, which is amazing. I was talking about this with someone the other day. Like, it's so cliche to say having kids changes you, but it fucking does. It has to. How could it not? Dude, I was watching some show on Netflix with my wife that she was into that I was barely watching, like, seven seconds or something. Mm-hmm. There's one scene where, like, these cops raid this, like, crack house, and there's a baby that couldn't have been more than six months, like, yeah. laying down. And it's kind of like that scene in Train Spotting. You ever yeah, see Train Spotting, yeah, yeah. Scottish heroin addict movie? Yeah. And they try to do, like, CPR on the baby, but they're like, the kid's cold. He's been Jesus dead for Christ. hours before yeah, they yeah, showed yeah. up. And it was, like, a six-month-old baby that they just were so fucking high they neglected. Yeah. Dude, it, it fucked with my head. Like, yeah, that, I, I can't deal with that kind of shit. Yeah. So when I hear stories of, like, neglectful parenting or like a, a you know your a father-son relationship like yeah that that shit fucks me up a little bit so i try to i'm throwing in the jokes oh yeah, yeah you don't need to and you no, no, know no, how no. to you have a sense of humor about it now yeah and it's yeah. cool i've always obviously had there's one with my dad you wouldn't be talking about it if you weren't cool with yeah. talking about it but that's probably why i'm doing it. i'm realizing it's a little self oh no defense mechanism where i'm like i gotta make this funny let's talk about <laughs> how I, I i would never pay for it because they would pay me because i'm joe kilgill like yeah. i'm trying to be fucking silly obviously. i would do i really want to do a documentary about this whole you situation. should dude i really i really let's, want to uh, i want to i want to call it with my hey, my because the story money, goes on, we'll do and then i'll do the documentary well, i want to call it my mail order mom good t- you're good at coming up with titles yeah i am yeah, yeah cool yeah, man yeah um uh so so but so he buys this russian woman right and everyone's like, do a prenup. And he's like, I will. Never does a prenup, right? It's too much paperwork. And there's been times, like, there was one time where um, he my had- My wife did a prenup, prenup with me. The, yeah, she would. I would, too. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't want me getting my hands on her money. Yeah, I bet. Um, my money is to get 900 bucks, you know? So Yeah. That's okay, man. It's, yeah. You'll grow. You get a uh, grow. a two door. Just don't. That's car. A, you know the one thing about that is like prenups when people are like, well, that's that's a piece of shit thing to do. I'm like, well, that that means you're assuming that we're not going to last. That's exactly what it means. Yeah. If we, if we, if we're going to last forever, a prenup means nothing. Yeah, it's a very insulting thing. It's a very insulting thing. Yeah. Right. That's but also, I guess I, 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 I guess I do see both sides of it. Well, because she, dude, and she comes over. He starts like the mo of these girls. Is she blonde. Yeah, she's yeah. fucking disgusting. What's her name? Irina. Irina. Yeah, you mentioned that. Fucking worst. Yeah, dude. And she has always talked about. Trying to kill Rocky. She has hated me since day one. She comes in, and all of a sudden, she's they're gathering up uh, assets. She he gets a new house. He gets cars. Like he gets all the shit because she's like asset, asset, asset. Because at the end, it's half hers, right? Yeah. So she's like doing every mo. We're like, Dad, what are you doing? And he's pissed because he he used to go on these like really crazy vacations with me, and he'd be like, Jonah, I'm, I'm really upset. I'm in Thailand right now. I'm like, why? What's up? He's like, I could have got a younger girl. <laughs> he's like these young these young. He's so honest with me. He's like these young girls. They, they like older guys down here. How old was she, the Russian woman? I think there's like a twenty. There's like a fifteen year difference. She's so mean. To, but so he was in her forties. So she's in her fifties now. But when they married, he was she was what thirties, yeah, late thirties. They've been married for nine years. So yeah. 
must have been like late. Who gets 30s a mail order bride, bride in their late thirties? Dude, he would have he would print out all the pictures, but like it's on like a, a generic, but like on a not, on like a six forty by four eighty printer, like of uh, which is like not even photo quality, uh, which is like of all these girls in lingerie. So he'd have all the girls. His office was filled with just on regular paper. Uh, printouts of all these like and for some reason with the russian women whenever they're trying to be sexy they're always holding something i don't know why like there's always like a vase or something and and dude like one of those russian nesting eggs when he's more and more shit when he died i got her i found the packet of their uh visa so in in this packet is all the conversations they had with each other and of this on this website and I got and I I went to reading. I mean, it's like this thick. And I I went to reading and I heard I read some of the grossest things. My my dad was like, I like it Lewinsky style, like I like blowjobs, right? And it was like, and he's like, and then he was like, he was Your like, Your dad's one of those road hack comics we fucking, talked about earlier. He's just, I mean, he's a dirtbag, right? And he was like, he was like, I'll pay for your your personal trainers. I like I like my girls thin. Like and he was like just like tight. and he would write he'd Mr. write like Jerkins. he's like I worked out my biceps so hard today they're so fucking rock hard for you I'm like oh my god I'm reading this <laughs> and he and he, and she would like clearly oh, oh oh sweetheart I love you blah 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 and then instantly like, oh, I'm just having the worst day like my phone died all like sh- this is what she does she does heartache she she goes I care about you this thing's the worst things ever happened to me my whole entire life I'm so con- concerned I don't know what to do because I don't have this which is money. And he always answers the call. Yes. I'll send you the money. Don't worry, I have you. And she does that's this. That's the playbook. That's all the gold along. digging whore playbook. Yeah. So, um, so he dies, right? So he sells the car washes. He he owned four car washes. He sells them, and you know he, now he has all his, all his money because before he's making decent money, but like he he never really took a big pay. He he always made sure the one thing he was good at he always made sure his employees were paid. I mean, like, dude, some of the managers at these car washes were making six figures. Damn, no nice. car wash pays him that. So because he, he always wanted to take care of his his people. Good man, looking yeah. out for the people, right? And so he gets all this money, right? All of a sudden, and he just goes off the fucking deep end. Drugs. Like I was I was looking at uh, I found like his so he was spending like ten, he was like every two weeks he was writing out a check to cash for ten grand every two weeks. Damn. Yeah, and he was going all these like. All, he like, and then all of a sudden he like, because what happened was, is he was like on methadone, and he was like addicted to that, and then he he was like, well, n- he's one of those guys that's like, when he went to rehab, he's like, I ended up teaching those guys how to be, like he's that guy, he's like, they ain't teaching anything right, I already know all this stuff, everybody was going to me, I was teaching them how to be sober, and you're like, that's never gonna work, so then he's like, I found out about this new, um, he by the end there he started being honest with me about his drug use. And also during this time too, which is really funny, is uh, my mom goes, "Hey, your your dad might be leaving Irina." Because my mom, my mom and my dad always had this weird connection. Because she and he was always honest with her. Like he'd always tell her, like you know, they just they had this weird connection. They weren't really in love, but they loved each other. Sure, man. And she goes, "Your dad's probably gonna move to Mexico because uh, he has a place in Mexico." And I'm like, "Okay." And he goes, "Yeah, um, he's probably gonna leave Irina for this for this person he met." I'm like, "Who's this person?" And, he, and she goes, "She goes, it's uh, it's a transvestite hooker with great legs." Fuck yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, what? Yes. And he's like, he says it's the greatest legs he's ever ever seen in his life. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, trans. I'm like, is dad like, you know? And then I was like, he's like, well, my mom goes, uh, well, I don't know. He's always been kind of squishy like that. <laughs> I was like, cool. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's he's always been kind of squishy. Squishy. <laughs> I was like, this is- I've never heard that before, but I wish it was a known thing. Yeah. I wish that was- yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's always been a little squishy. A little squishy. Uh, so. He, he's like he's like all right i'm going to this treatment in mexico uh and i'm like what's this treatment and they go well 
it's like a it's like a ayahuasca 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 thing where it's like it's kind of like it's this drug that you get that's so bad that you never want to do drugs again is basically what this is but he goes the only problem is i can't it's dangerous for me to go cold turkey on on um, methadone so this girl says that i have to switch over to heroin uh, and he's like and then i'm like that's a bad hello, what darkness my yeah. old friend and then sorry i've had so many conversations around that time where i'm like my dad is fucking <clears throat> flying high right now when he's just like heroin's not as good as it used to be it used to be like pure and amazing and he's like my day we then he's how like to he's, shoot it up right he's like i guess philadelphia is where you get the good heroin and he's like do you ever want to go to philadelphia with me like he wanted me to buy him heroin that's what he wanted me to do and he researches on youtube i'm like you idiot fucking youtube um, man so then he, so basically this, this, this whole thing, he goes off the deep end. I'm like, oh, there it goes. And I wrote, I wrote him this huge long thing, right? I was like, dad, you're killing yourself. This is bullshit. Like you got to either get better or whatever. But this is like, I just went off on him. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Dude, you're old, right? And I'm like, whatever. And then he's never apologized to me once his whole entire life, right? Never took any ownership of anything he's ever done as a father. The day, like the week before he dies, he writes this huge long thing to me. And it's just like I'm so sorry for everything. I've never felt so bad. Like I don't want you to hate me. Oh, I've loved. Like, it's like like he kind of knew. And then I'm in a in a meeting with uh, Nate Burrows about a show, a, a comedian that I think you've had on here. I have, yes. Uh, and uh, I get also my stepsister, my Russian stepsister, calls me. Is calling me, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, well, I never talked to this girl, right? Her name's uh, Yulia, uh, and my dad only calls her Julia because he doesn't believe Yulia is a real name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like it's julia and even even my stepmom will refer to her as julia i'm like her fucking name's julia yeah. uh so then i'm like i'm like oh shit okay i'm like that's weird and then my mom like basically texts me and was like you need to call me now and i'm like oh my dad's dead right i, I just knew just, know, just huh? knew and Fuck. then uh then burroughs is like do you want to get another beer and i was like yep like all, and he's like, why the fuck did you tell me? I'm like, I don't know. Which is weird because that my dad's favorite movie is Heat, and for some reason that day I was like, I'm gonna watch Heat tonight. No, nah, you want to keep things to yourself. I get that. I get that exterior. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, to be fair, you did that with your mom though. Yeah, I found out ten minutes before I had to go up on stage. Yeah, you went on stage still. I, I remember crushed. you had a really good. Yeah, a great yeah, set. I've had great sets since my mom. And then, um, and then when there was time for the the wake for your mom, you gave everyone two hours notice. Oh, I know. You yeah, made a yeah. post. I didn't hey, want anyone to know about it. Yeah. It's tonight. Or I, it's want, I, don't, hours, I don't want to be yeah. weird. Like I, I, I know, but like me and Danny and a few of the communities you should know guys that we, yeah, we produced the show, we were all like, I would have gone, but I like, dude, like, it's too short. I can't I get out of there. I, can't, I know, know, I know. So I know, we, ever, even my friends. just wanted to be there for you. Yeah, that's, I know, I know that's that. That's all people want to do. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Most wakes I go to, wakes are hard, you know, obviously. I, I, I show up, you say hi to the person, and then everyone stands outside and dicks around and kind of like tries to make light of stuff or be fun about it or whatever yeah you know what i mean but it's really more just about supporting yeah no, you know, i know the, i know my, the, my the friends from wisconsin dead, the so. same way too they're like dude why don't you listen you know we'd be here for you i'm yeah, like yeah. i just don't want to be like i didn't tell anyone about my dad but for us comedians it would be a nice little road trip up to milwaukee i know we would have stopped at the broad stop on the way We've yeah 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 gone to some, some bars you know yeah yeah I know, anyway, I know, I know. I, there's well, one, not to, it's like, one of the not things to rush you, Not to rush you, but like, what's good? So right now you're going through. Not to, I, I don't mean to fast forward you. You find out he's your dad died. Right. Brutal. Obviously, you're gonna have another beer. You don't want to deal with that reality. Right, it sucks. Right. Um, especially since you got that letter. You know, right? I mean? And like, it's it's like he knew his time was coming towards the right, end. Right, right. But now it's like now the you money. got now you got a lawsuit going on with your Russian set. Right, right. So, so do you, are you trying to get out of here? 
I do have to. I got a few more minutes. It's a little. Normally the podcast goes on forever, but now that I'm a dad, I gotta tighten some stuff. Okay, up. cool. I'll, pick, I'll try to. Tighten I have up. to pick up bread in a little bit. Okay, so. cool. Like more Tim, maybe. Okay, so anyways, yeah. so basically what happens is like is like all of a sudden your dad's dead. Now everyone's like, "What are you doing with the money?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then he had no, uh, no will, no will, right? And my Russian stepmom is like. I mean, she's hated me since the beginning because all she has money, 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 right? So she, she, uh, I go up there. I have to stay in the room. I have to stay in the same house. I'm convinced that she's going to kill me. Oh, wow. I, I watched Dateline every single night <laughs> uh, when I was a kid. I, I've seen people get killed for less money. It's a lot money. easier. You know, there's no lawsuit when the person's dead. Yeah, get you out of the way. Dude, to the point where, like, my Russian step sister was like, uh, hey, do we have to tell people that somebody was killed in the house? She asked you that? Yeah, but she's referring to my dad dying. And oh. I was like, yeah, you do. Is your Russian sister she's like, hot? She's pretty. She no, looks I'm like a, I, I say no, on stage, I say she looks like a pretty skeleton, which she does. That sounds about right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like a really hot visual. skeleton. I'm where you're like, fuck that skeleton. Um, so then, so I'm like, why the fuck? I, and I just have a break time. I'm like, why the fuck would you say that like that? And she's like, I'm just asking. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. And then, like, dude, my dad had all the stereo equipment. I would, on my door, I would put the stereo equipment on the door so you couldn't open the door. I or was that afraid. it falls and you're up. Right, but it was so heavy, you couldn't open the door. You got to sleep with, like, a nice, like, your kitchen knife. Dude, like, a so, big was, blade. You know I, what I mean? I was like, I'm fucking, I'm going to die. Just for mobility, right? Yeah. Because you're like, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Please don't kill me. And then you do that real quick to the throat. Yeah. And then it's you on top. Well, did you she, win? She... She, uh, the whole time, she's like, I'm so sad, I'm so sad. And then she's like, what's going on with the money? But my aunt and uncle. Was she like, Donald Trump, he's my king. Was yeah, he, was my, she aunt, doing that? my aunt and yeah. uncle were there, and we were going through all his paperwork. We found we found a, a unilateral agreement, which is basically says that anything they brought into this relationship is his own property. And we, I found eight copies, not one was signed. <sighs> so my, my, my aunt would come in, here's a copy. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, fuck. And then I, I, went through, I was going through his computer trying to find shit, found a will he was writing a week before. Never got signed, died. Right. Can you forge that shit, dude. No. Well, don't say it on the. It has to be. We'll, we'll it, cut this part. It has to be. Uh, it has to be. Uh, uh, notarized. Notarized. Thank notarized. You. Yeah, yeah. So, dude. So, like, and then she like cooks us this food, and we're all joking, like we're all gonna die, right? Yeah. And she cooks us these peppers. We Poison eat them. porridge. Dude, you know, we cook these peppers, green and red peppers, right? She cooks them. Um, they're good. Whatever. She's a good cook. I'll give her that. And like, then all of a sudden, like, uh, like. Like when I leave, she's like, "Can you throw away the garbage?" And on top of the garbage, she just throws away the whole slow cooker. She's throwing away the whole slow cooker, and then there's there's uh, the peppers in there that are in there, right? But then I'm like, "Oh, they're red and green." I'm like, "Did I get fucking poisoned?" Like I literally, because like it's like purposely like, yeah. "Look what I did, motherfucker!" Like yeah. that. Yeah. Why would you throw away the slow cooker? The whole slow cooker. The slow with, cooker's with the evidence. In. Holy shit! How did yeah. you? How did you survive? Dude, she even she like I had no say in the funeral. She had you know they put the boards up. All pictures of just her and him in every single picture, except for one picture of me when I was fat in the corner. <laughs> and I was like, you fucking smart bitch. That's pretty fucking Yeah. Funny. I was like. So she knows where to hurt you or her. And then, like, dude, my girlfriend at the time comes up there, and the whole time she's going to everyone being like, she's like, how come uh, how come I've never met Katie before this? Like, instantly talking shit about me. She's she's a veil on. She's crying, right? Katie had a veil on? No, my Russian style. Oh, the Russian She's style. like, ah! like that yeah. like the whole time where you're like this is ridiculous and like and they she, she try for the Mos- moscow acting class you there i know huh? i'm like everybody sees your moves and, and the thing is like and then she had my dad's ashes combined with his old dog's ashes That's and weird. they had the That's picture weird. they used of the dog was this big picture but it was like 
growling and had like the red eyes that do- like, that dogs get with the pictures was and it well, was like and the urn too, was above fair. it so it looked like the dogs from hell were bringing my dad down oh like my God. it was insane and i had to speak at my funeral at the funeral i was the only one speaking and i did my thing i fucking crushed and <laughs> not as hard as i did my my dad my mom's funeral i had callbacks to my dad's funeral it was amazing nice and i uh it was so good and i uh I almost at the end was going to be like, and now Irina wants to say something just to fuck with her. And that's my Sweet. biggest regret of my dad's funeral. I was, never, I was never doing that. So anyway, so now I'm in this fucking legal battle with my Russian stepmom, right? And she is like, I mean, it's, she like literally writes me a paper. She's like, uh, Joan, okay, I'll, I'll give you, you know, 20%. And I'm like, well, no, that's not what it is. She's yeah. like, because in Wisconsin law, if it's marital property, when you get when a when you die, that's a no fault divorce. So anything that's marital property, she gets her half first because of the because of the the the, the no fault divorce, and then she gets half of what whatever is left for the uh, for um, the estate. Oh. So that means that like if anything that's marital property, she gets seventy five percent. Oh wow! Yeah, that's how that works. So you get the twenty five. So I get twenty five. Right. And she's trying to give you twenty. Right. So you two are going to battle dude, over five percent. They have a condo in Chicago. What cunt, dude? She has, You're going to battle over five percent. Dude, we have a condo in Chicago. Yeah. When she, when he dies, one of the first things she does, which we found out, is that she went to the condo association and tried to get her, the name uh, of the condo switched to her name, and they're like, "We we need the owner to do this," and she's like, "Oh, he's he's busy. He can't." So he asked me to do it. He wouldn't even tell her that she did that 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 they died. Wow. Yeah. And like, so now because of this, you're suing her for even more. I hope. Well, the thing is, it's nah, we're, dude, we're in what's called probate. Settled because well, no, 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 no. The shadiness I'm makes it so you gotta fucking go after her. Well, dude, it's like it's like insane, and she's like, we get in an argument, and I have to be nice to her because she has she has the power, yeah. so I have to be nice, right? And she's fucking ridiculous. Like we have to sign things together, and she's bringing in with her fur coats and her fucking glasses, and like we're like, dude, I was at the point I had to sign the stuff. We when we became we became what's called co PRs. I had to go to the bank and sign stuff. I was so I was like, she knows exactly where I'm at. This is where I die. And I was like, kind of being funny with my lawyers about it. And then there, one lawyer was like, if you really think that, you need to take care of yourself. And I was like, okay. So I was like driving to. The, I I was driving. I'm like, I'll take an Uber. <laughs> so I pulled you want over. Your brake line to so be I caught? pulled yeah. over at this. I pulled over this business. Uh, parking lot and I ordered an Uber to take me to the, the bank and I was there a half hour early before she was and I like literally ran in there and I'm like telling and I'm like kind of like joking I know the I know the bank people because I dealt with them a lot already I'm kind of joking them about that Irina and stuff and y- you know she shows up and like instantly we all kind of start laughing at her right because I'm like I'm fucked this bitch right and you know she's like yelling at me I'm like why are you arguing with me we're just signing things right yeah. and she keeps taking phone calls in Russian and it's like scary as shit. So then, so then I'm like fucking with her. So we were signing stuff, and then I'm literally, not all Russians, by the way. There's not all Russians. Plenty of great Russians. No, this is a bad I like one. a lot of Russians. So there's like a bunch of dum dums, and I go, Irina, hey, Lisa there's Traeger, some, there's some dum dums. You want, we want a dum dum. Yeah. And she's like, uh, no, I'm good. I'm like, they have mystery flavors. You never know what it is. I'm fucking with her, right? Yeah. And like, uh, she leaves, and then I stay and I, I talk to the the bank. They're like my age. So it's on the bank people, and they're like, that girl's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, literally convinced that she's gonna murder me. And then the guy was like, "Did you really take an Uber here?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did." He goes, "I'll take you back." So then he drove me to my car, and we were nice. kind of la- we were laughing about it. It's stuff. a good dude right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's like all this shit keeps happening. And then she like she like texts me, and she's like, "Jonah, like you're," she goes, "You're an idiot. You never graduated college. I feel sorry for you. Your worldview's so small. You're uh, you'll never you'll never make things in life because uh, you're not smart enough." Like this is how she talks to me. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's just like, she's you're like, a mail order bride. I know, I know, I know. And I have to be nice to her, right? I have to be nice to her. 
and uh then she's like she's like uh the fact that i'm offering you anything is more than your dad ever wanted for you we've had multiple conversations where he didn't want you to he didn't want to leave you a thing so I, I, I'm like, that's what you're gonna fucking say? You can tell me that my dad, dad never wanted anything for me. What's, what's, dude? Off air, tell me her name. I'll, I'll put a hit out on her. Oh, uh, Rena Jerkins. Uh, All right, I'll cool. say, I'll tell Kanita's early name. So you heard that, listeners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't dude, disappoint me, Kilgallen's pub fans. Dude, and then she's like, and then she's like, uh, this is when my mom dies, right? Also, and through this process is so fucking hard. And my mom was there when my dad died. My mom was helping him with. She's a, she was an accountant. She's helping him on the books. And all of a sudden, he had, he had, like, a weird friend there, and he woke up. My mom was like, something's wrong with Jeff. And he's, like, laying down on the floor. So my mom's, like, doing compressions ah, on him, right? So it fucks with her. It fucked her up so bad that she relapsed, <coughs> right? Yeah. And she got MS. She got diagnosed with MS right God, after that. Damn. Yeah. And she was, like, I mean, she was, like, below poverty level, like, poor. Like, she somehow she would survive on $40. That was great. She was the early listener to this podcast. Yeah, she's so supportive I'd of us. I see it because she listened on SoundCloud, so yeah. I see her name. You know? She always was like, what's uh, she always knew what everybody's career was doing. She even knew about you, James. Like, she would follow everybody. She was like, oh, I heard, you know, I heard this person got this and that. And she, like, would listen listen to Last Spin. Like, she, like, when she would come down to Chicago, oh, that's so sweet. she was like, I want to see this person perform. I don't want to see this. It was never about me performing. It was like, I want to see this person perform. I want to see this person perform. <laughs> like, it was always about everybody else. Yeah. So, like, it's, I mean, well, it, she probably didn't want to put pressure on you though no yeah I maybe mean, she, like, i loved know, my... watching me perform but she also just she just loved feeling like she was a part of all well, my this. mom would come to my little league games if i was pitching she would like walk around the park instead oh uh, really she, she, well because one time i had a bad game in front of her and she mm-hmm. thought like i was trying too hard to impress her yeah so she's like i was just wandering around yeah and, you know so so i think i think because of all this she, she like relapsed and it was like she was she was acting crazy at the end i thought it was the ms going to her brain i was like you're fucking she's like I only have 30 cents left. I need money now. I need money now. I need money now. I'm like, what is going on with you? Because she's used to, used to being so good with her money. Yeah. And she lived in this like fucking like bad neighborhood in Milwaukee. And it was like, she, I think what happens, she's surrounded by friends that are uh, uh, good intentioned, but bad, but morally wrong. No, I know that game, man. You know what I mean? Where they're like, just have a hit. You'll feel better like that. That's how I convinced my mom to move back to Iowa because some of, not all. She, had, she still dreams. has a few good friends here. Feel the dreams. Yeah. Right. But there was some people where I'm like, you got to get away from these fucking losers. And yeah, yeah, bar yeah, and yeah. That bar. Like, just move on from these. They're not like you may think they're nice, but at the end of the day, they're scratching and clawing to, to keep their head above water, too. Yeah, and yeah. blah, 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 you know. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, and she's just like, she was like, you got to make sure this thing works out because I need to be helped. You know, because I was like, once all this stuff works out, I'm like, I'm going to get you out of this place. I'm going to get you this money. You're going to be fine. I'm going to take care of you like you would always take care of me. Right. So there's so much pressure on this thing working out for me. Um, so. Dude, when I got that phone call, my mom died. I was like, holy shit. I thought she fell. And she was just like like calling for me the whole night, right? I'm like, oh, my God. I was like fucking tore up, right? But she relapsed. But she relapsed. When I found that out, I instantly felt fine. Really? Yeah. Because I knew it was instant. And a part of me is like, you fucking knew better. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at her at all. You know, I feel bad for her. Let me ask you this. Was it one of those situations where I know a lot of people, it's fairly common. There are people who, when they OD and die from something like heroin. Yeah. It's from it was a pain relapse. Kill- she she relapsed oh, the painkillers. Pain okay, yeah. I, well, you mentioned heroin earlier, so I was yeah, yeah. assume. But I know a lot of it's uh, that you know, it's people who are clean for a while, thirty then, years, then thirty years. Jesus. Then they relapse, and one of the big reasons why they die from 32. the relapse is because they do the amount that they used to be able to handle. Yeah. 
And so yeah. they go, oh. And everything's different I now. used to be able to do this much heroin, yeah. so I could do this much now. And it's like, no, you can't because yeah. you've been off the game for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, know just I mean? don't you don't, I think just, you don't like just wake self- out of bed and run a marathon. You yeah. got to fucking build up back to what you were at. Yeah. And I think she was like self-medicating. And I think it just got to it. And I didn't want to. And like people are like, you gotta, you need to investigate these people in this house. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Just like, I don't want to do it. Are you talking to anybody? Are you going to therapy? No, I'm not against it. But I was pretty fucked up with my dad. I wasn't fucked up about that. It was like all this loss. And then I was sort of suffering from like thinking about mortality yeah oh yeah definitely. yeah yeah and then it was this me having to deal with Irina every single day which all it did was it reminded me of how, how much of a piece of shit as a father my dad was yeah so it brought up a lot of father issues is uh is that resolved or is it still ongoing well th- okay so and then also so we got a we got a button right here we're almost done. Sorry, i'm almost sorry done. sorry this is a long story it's just like there's so much fucking details i know i almost want to have you on again just to recap this shit. dude so so like uh so my mom dies. And I'm like, fuck, I hope Irina doesn't find out about this. So she finds out. And she is like, literally, her dad just died. And you know, the saddest thing about my parents dying is that I still have all my grandparents. Wow. Yeah. So I saw two two mothers bury their kids. That I, was the, I, in I their know, 90s. I know as a kids. parent. I used to say, I used to joke saying like, I hope I die before my dad because I never want to bury my dad or mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I didn't want to bury my parents. Yeah. But now that I have kids, I'm like, oh, no, I hope. Yeah, I hope I outlive them right. by a long time because I know how I would. That's like your worst fear as yeah. a parent to bury your kid. Yeah. You know, dude. So and I think for me, why it, everything's fine because it was like they're both drug overdoses, and it was like, hey, it was like all of a sudden, and my mom, I think, purposely wasn't calling me a lot. Like they we died were barely what talking. They loved, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. They loved sure. it, but the thing is, is and then they were cremated, right? So there's no body to see, and it wasn't like I slowly saw. Other than my dad, kind of, but like it sounded like I got cancer, and I saw him slowly. Wither away. And wither away. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. So I, I'm kind of happy in a way. Like, you know, my grandparents are in their 90s and they're not doing good. But, like, I, I don't have to watch my parents get old and die. Yeah. You there know you what go. I mean? Silver lining. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. For sure, my man. And uh, so she, Irina calls me up, right? And her her dad just died. She texts me. Her dad just died. And is like, oh, I'm so sorry for your mom's loss. I know that feeling. My dad just died. I'm like, fuck, you're using your own dad's death to get to me. She's like, let's just finish this up. Because she, she gave me an offer that wasn't that good. And I'm like, all right, well, I want. She's pissed off because she, almost everything's individual, right? Which is more like a 50-50 split because she can't prove that anything's marital. Because that one thing my dad was good at was not putting anything in her name, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm just like, you know, so she's like, blah blah. I'm like, Arena, like, it's not fair. Like, you're not offering what I need to offer. And that's when she's like, your dad didn't want you to have anything. Just let you know all this shit. And she's like, and I'm I feel sorry for you because you. both your both your parents are drug addicts. All this shit, right? going off on me like saying some really fucked up shit which is good because like ooh, now i can send this to her lawyers great because her lawyers were fucking sick of her and i couldn't say be shitty back but the one thing i said she fucked up a word at the end and i said you actually mean this word and i go arena sometimes reading your text is like trying to figure out a a, a, a code to a bank or to a to a to a safe yeah. trying to crack a safe like uh and i go it's you know it's whatever and that's coming from somebody who's uneducated you should start responding to her in Russian because there's probably like uh, apps and like shit on you know, Google Translate. Google Translate, where <laughs> yeah, just that would really fucking blow her mind. Like, oh my god, <coughs> I've driven him to learn Russian, and now he's really gonna get me. Well, I'm gonna sign her up with a hundred magazines. Nice, there you go. And I'll put that. I'll put that on air because I want her to know it's me. Like, I'm I'm gonna sign her up with a hundred magazines a month. All right, man. I've well, done dude, the math on it. It's pretty uh, good. Listeners, you know her name. Uh, I'm gonna glitter bomb the shit out of her. People of Comedy uh, Network does not condone any. We do not. No, we don't. We're, we're free and clear of that. John, um, dude, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It, I mean, I know you got so much more to say. Oh, oh, oh the final thing is, yeah, we final did. Thing. We finally did. The oh, you did settle. settle. Well, nice. can I say, dude, it's like two minutes. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, so we settled, and during this time, I get a, I get a message from this guy, 
and he's like on Facebook. Never met the guy before in my life. And he goes, your mother. He goes, your stepmother fucked you over. And I'm like, excuse me, because my dad all the stereo equipment. He goes, I'm the I I met your stepmother on Tinder last year, and uh, she found out that I like stereo stuff. So I'm the one who put together like um, the inventory list for the stereo, and she purposely made sure that I I undersold everything and I left a lot of it out. And wow. yeah, and then he he's like, she killed your dad. I know she killed your dad. I'm like, whatever. So then what happens is they she, he's like, this girl's crazy. Doesn't talk to her for a year. When we're in the meeting. Because we're talking about the stereo equipment, right? Because I, I give her an offer for the stereo equipment, which is w- way under what it is, right? Because I just want to get rid of it. And then she goes, she calls him out of the blue in this meeting, and is like, "What's the stereo equipment?" And he's like, "It's worth this, whatever." Then uh, he helps her put together the, the he brokers a deal to sell it, right? And he is like, I'll, "I'll do this, and you give me this percent, whatever." And the whole time she's bragging about how she fucked me over, right? Well, she really didn't. She, that's how dumb she is. Right. And then uh, he puts together everything. Right. He gives her the inventory list. He, he sets up with this other this audio file. I got to buy all the stuff for, for her. And she's like, OK, good. That's all I need. And he's like, well, where's my percentage? He's like, I get, I'm getting a certain percentage. She goes, oh, no, I don't need you for that anymore. I have everything. Oh, that's why he told you. Yeah. And, and, and he's, he's like, he's like, you. you're not giving me anything. He's he, she's like, yeah, no, we never signed anything. So I don't need you anymore. Oh, Thanks. She's yeah. Cunt. She's shitty. So then he messaged me and then she supposedly had a boyfriend. And then this guy called who's this, the, the, her boyfriend. And the first words out of his mouth is, I'm not Irina's boyfriend. She's trying to fuck me over with money, too. So she's still fucking old man over. Oh, and that's why I want to do a I want to do a documentary about this That's, girl you should get like a, a news network like just, a cbs investigates yeah. like we and, didn't get like get a store sh- in jail yeah like i'm still in the process there's still maybe another year left because uh, after it's done but like the thing is she's fine well we're all wishing you the best of luck dude yeah because that's but a fucked up ordeal but it's crazy how she man. just instantly is like she gets because all this money she's clearly like a sociopath yeah, she's like vindictive insane. she's got a lot of personality traits where i don't know if it was the way she was growing up anyone who becomes a male or a bride obviously has a history of being fucked up well, supposedly russians like, have this because they're usually have um uh, uh the alcohol syndrome or whatever from their drunken parents could which be. kills that the, the empathetic side of you is that supposedly. true yeah i talked to somebody about that and that's when i was like oh my god i could do a whole documentary about this jesus Makes you want to slow down your drinking. You want to pass that gene along. Well, not when I'm fucking. Not when I'm pregnant. Well, well, yeah, of course. Okay, gotcha. Good point. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Jonah Jerkins. Where could they find you, man? Um, you can find me every Wednesday. At and I want to get know. an update from you soon enough too. Yeah, Comedians yeah. You should know on Wednesdays. Follow him on Twitter at Jonah Jerkins. Uh, yeah. Uh, Instagram. I have one. I have one picture post. That's, we gotta get you on Instagram. That's fun. Uh, You'll but like it. if you if you're a fan of The Bachelor, uh, I do a really fun um uh uh podcast called pedals and pricks yes pedals and pricks is a yeah. bachelor podcast then, even well, if you're not it's a fun little fucking take on that show yeah it's really fun and then um uh, blackout diaries every saturday which is a uh, story a drinking storytelling show and podcast after james and i talk will we'll follow hell yeah man um and you know uh, review us on itunes rate us on itunes it goes a long way and i'm at joe kilgallen on everything at kilgallen's pub on instagram and twitter uh thanks for listening everyone cheers yep. sorry so long no dude it was fresh.